Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 19. We're recording here at the Stude at 25.8 Studios in Scranton. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm Lauren Carlico, and I have delightful cake from Mrs. Howells. Yes. I'm Mark, and I haven't had the delightful cake yet. You should. I will after this. I, sh- I, I, I reward myself after. Okay. Okay. And our guests are welcome to uh, some cake as well. We have uh, Katie Wisnowski and Bailey Lloyd of uh, Breaking Ground Poets here with us today. Thank you for being here. Thank we don't, you. We don't have an applause thing. We just yes. kind of, we'd look at our cell phones and ignore you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's what I do. I'm sorry. It's, it's just like being in school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, it feels like uh, third period. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be, we'll be talking about uh, the Breaking Ground Poets group and uh, how they got started and what they're up to now and uh, poetry in general and uh, the the uh, literary and poetry scene in the area, all that good stuff. Uh, on the site currently, uh, since uh, unfortunately our, our last episode uh, ended up... Uh, accidentally getting deleted and no, uh, no no it didn't get deleted it just accidentally it just, didn't record it just didn't record more or less so yeah um that's like saying you went on a bad date we yeah. just didn't go on the date it just didn't go on yeah it. we stayed home yeah yeah well that, you know for some people that is a bad date for me that's a good one oh remember indiana jones bad dates <laughs> sorry i just had a sorry <laughs> i don't i don't eat all day uh-huh. i just drink mountain dew <laughs> And then you come on here. And then I come on here and people wonder, like, am I okay? Right. <laughs> um, for those of you who are wearing, uh, no, I'm not okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll try to, you know, summarize the last couple of weeks without, you know, going on and on and on. Uh, I will not interrupt you. We, again. <laughs> thank you. Uh, the, uh, last week we announced the uh, NEPA uh, Metal Mayhem Festival uh, lineup, which uh, is a uh, event that we're sponsoring. It's at uh, Diane's Deli. And uh, it's going to be a really cool event. There's a, a lot of great uh, local metal bands and ones from uh, the uh, the tri-state area. And um, we're we're really looking forward to uh, to being a part of it. Uh, we were uh, I was a, a part of it last year, and uh, this time NEPA scene is the official media sponsor. So that's going to be a Woo-hoo. cool event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, photos of uh, Angelina and Brian Banks at the V Spot. I was uh, there. I saw you take those. Yeah, you yeah. were that. You were there for that. <laughs> Uh, we're uh, streaming Breaking Ben's new song "Failure," uh, which uh, is is uh, off their uh, their new album that's coming out in a couple months. Side note: You want to know something interesting? Sure. Their album their album comes out June twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. They're the number one album on iTunes right now. Already, already. That's awesome. With and it was amazing because their whole trick was. If you pre-order our album, you get our single for free. Right, <laughs> which is really smart. I mean, I, I don't I don't see why more people don't do that. Because you already paid for it. Yeah, exactly. It's done. Album. Yeah, exactly. You've are, already sold it. They are the fervor for Breaking Ben is so big that they're number one on iTunes right now, and their album doesn't come out for two and a half months. Yeah, I mean they were they were trending on Facebook and everything the other yeah, day. So good for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah, that's great. Um, Tom Graham's uh, new music video for uh, Blessed and Asleep, uh, which was shot at the uh, Steamtown National Historic Site. Uh, it's a pretty cool video, so definitely check that out. Lindsay and Dave from Voyager Video did a really good job. Indeed. Um, I'm proud to say I know them. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they've, uh, we're, we're, I'm hoping to work with them in the future on some stuff. Uh, And I have, there's a video I did that someday may come out. Yeah. I apologize to Tom Graham right now because it's (laughs) taking me forever. Hopefully we'll, we'll premiere that on the site as well. Uh, Fingers crossed. Don't want to promise anything. 
Uh, speaking of Breaking Ben, too, uh, we, we did a review of their uh, show in Philly a couple weeks ago. So uh, that's on the site as well. Um, lots of just general news. Uh, Party on the Patio is going to be on uh, Mohegan Sun Casino uh, every uh, every Thursday for the next several months. They have a, a lot of big tribute bands. So if you're into that type of stuff, uh, it's free. And let's see, a Peculiar, a peculiar Culinary Company, it's a mouthful, um, is hosting a Kickstarter party for uh, soul singer uh, Kaylee Baker on April 4th. Uh, that should be a really cool event. Uh, everything they do is really awesome. So, you know, basically great food and, and great music for, I think, That's 20... Gene Philbin's the man. Yeah, seriously. Especially for 25 bucks. I mean, we get him on here? Want? I want to get him on Have here. you asked him yet? I haven't asked him. All right, we'll ask him collectively. We'll do it together. Okay. Do you know Gene Lord? At the same time, we'll just bombard him with messages. No, no, we'll plan it on up. Facebook and we'll hit him. Okay. okay. I know a few genes. Well, he loves the site. He's always... He's always I love the, the gene. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he'd be happy to come on. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, uh, just today, um, the uh, new uh, Weezer tribute band, uh, No Memories, which is a bunch of local people. In fact, uh, Ed Cuzo, who was uh, on our, our podcast uh, uh, quite a few episodes back, is a member of that band. Uh, Matt Mang is as well from uh, The Great awesome. Party. It's going to be a really cool show. I mean, if you're a Weezer fan, this is uh, they're going to do... Uh, you know, the stuff you want to hear, but they also got a lot of the deep cuts as well that they're going to be doing. And that's that's at uh, O'Leary's in, in two weeks. So. I don't care about Weezer. I care about Ed Cuzo. Yeah. Well, they're going to they're going to. I don't. Ass. If he was up there doing, you know, covers of Chubby Checker, I would be there because <laughs> that's how much I love Ed Cuzo. Well, he, he actually uh, I, t I told him link out the one that we did here because uh, we, oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we did a Weezer cover right here in the studio. Did he? Yeah. The uh, the world has turned and left me here with uh, with Dan. Uh, when then I'm going to start doing that. So yeah, just so I have an excuse to tag Ed Cuzo and something. Right, yeah, P push that because uh, you know we 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 had him here doing Weezer way before this band existed. When it was a so. glimmer. Yeah, exactly. So we're 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 ahead of the curve there. Um, oh, one that that you linked out that you you thought was good. Uh, uh, Corey Wolf's new uh, his his uh, biweekly column, putting in work. Uh, he did one on uh, music copyright laws. Yes. I thought that was an interesting one. It's kind of just a just for for you know musicians who don't really understand a lot of the the mumbo jumbo that comes with that stuff. I think it's interesting, and just for for people in general who you know just wonder what all these big. Uh, um, Words contracts mean. and stuff like that you know i mean it, it it just breaks it down pretty simply and i guess he's going to do a couple more of those to follow up because i think people had other questions and stuff too uh, while i was sitting here i just came up with your new tagline what's that mm -hmm. i don't read often but when i do it's any piece <laughs> <laughs> there you go you can put that on a t-shirt <laughs> Oh, uh, we have photos from NEPA Scenes Got Talent. We got our we did our first one uh, last week, and it was a big success. We had a better turnout um, than we ever had at the Woodlands. Uh, was it was bigger and better, and we had uh, twenty two performers, which uh, the most we had was eighteen. Usually, it was was the absolute most. So. It was the most performers you've ever had, but yep. it wasn't the longest show you've ever had. No, definitely not. Because there's some people that uh, tend to, you know, use their time and uh, go on and on. But uh, the world is my oyster. You will listen to my four chords. Yeah. Sorry. That's just how I would do it. But, you know, it, it, it balanced out because, uh, you know, some people, you know, went over a little bit. Some people went, you know, were way under. So, you know, it, it uh, we, we ended up. I'm going to be the. Can, can I be the dick real quick? Sure. Um, 
anyone who's listening to this, anyone who's going to the NPA scene got talent at Thirsty's Bar and Grill in Oliphant. Shameless plug for them because they're awesome. Every Tuesday. Um, <laughs> if there's a poet or a comedian that goes up on stage, shut up. Right. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> yeah. Because it's... It's it's hard enough to go up and perform, and I'm not and I'm not calling anybody out by name. Like this this area isn't, especially that bar is not used to you know stuff like that. Somebody going up and doing you know poetry or 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 comedy, sure. both of which mm-hmm. are equally frightening. Um, it's very hard to concentrate when you hear pe- when you're pouring your heart out and you hear people in the back. <laughs> laughing (laughs) (laughs) right at at, at a conversation that has nothing to do with your performance right and you know just please anybody if somebody's playing music like sure talk that's fine but sure somebody's out there pouring their heart out or trying to make you laugh and there was some awesome dude check out joe is amazing yeah. See, I, told, I, told I you. lost. I lost my mind. I thought. I thought. You, I thought he you would was so him. good. I lost my mind. Do you realize how hard it is to write seven to ten minutes of puns? <laughs> oh, I do. Comedian? Oh yeah, and it's it's so it's so like rated G, uh-huh. but it's so I don't know why, but like. And I also think he looks like Jimmy in 15 years. <laughs> he totally does. Yeah. Like if Jimmy, if Jimmy in 15 years and Will Ferrell had sex, it would mm-hmm. be check out Joe. That's what he would look like. <laughs> um, but I thought he was hysterical and I got to talk and I was literally like, he was, he was my, my starstruck moment. I told, yeah. I told he reminded me of like Norm MacDonald, uh, the way that he does some of but his, his, del- his but really his like delivery, like the way he owns that stage, how he's doing it. Even like, even though like, and I, and, and I and I had to tell him because because I mean like Zach's brilliant, Dan's brilliant, like all the comedians are I I think are brilliant, but check out Joe was the one that just like blew me away. Yeah. And I said to him, I said I said there's a, there's a there's an episode of um oh my god who was that who was that uh, talk show host in like the seventies? You. Mm, what was his name? Remember last time? I couldn't remember last time, and then I remembered, and then I uh, forgot. Shit. Anyways, he had Alfred Hitchcock on, and Alfred Hitchcock, and this is what I told Tech Out Joe, I said, Alfred Hitchcock said on camera that he believes puns are the highest form of literature. So, mm-hmm. and but it was brilliant. During that set, you're right, it was very rated G, but it still made me turn around and go sit down in the corner somehow. He was so good. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Where I, is he from? Is he local? He's the, he's yeah. the he works at Wegmans. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I swear to God. That's why he's a checkout show. He usually talks <gasps> about working at the checkout. And his <laughs> so puns are funny. so brilliant yeah. that you don't even notice uh-huh. them happening. So like I'm in the back guffawing mm-hmm. and everyone else is like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, and I'm like, it's brilliant. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Hopple pulled me aside. He's like, how brilliant is checkout Joe? And I'm like, no shit. It's one of those things you either get it or you don't. Him and Bobby and Bobby Keller. Bobby, no, he's, Bobby, he's another one. That's for sure. Bobby Keller did like 15 minutes. He had a puppet and he did like 15 minutes of dog jokes. Yes. And it was brilliant. With dog Pesci. With dog. Yeah. Who, who wears a leather jacket. Instead of Joe Pesci. Yes. <laughs> I can't say I was surprised and I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby was so, but Bobby, look, I'm not in Bobby's mind. But Bobby, I think he's completely self-aware. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. And he knows exactly what he's. I I think he I knows do not exactly disagree with you. Yeah, sure. So, 
Well, let's but then check out Joe was after, and that's when I was like, I'm like, all right, Bobby's funny, and then check out Joe is like, twenty minutes of puns. This is amazing. Is there a video of it? Is that an episode? Did you take? Did you take a video? He, uh, I'm not, not of him on that time, but we do have other videos of him on our YouTube channel. I have to look. Yeah, he's it's brilliant. Why look when you can come and see him Ooh. on Tuesday nights at Thirsty's Bar Boom. and Grill in Oliphant. Gauntlet a nice plug. And Done. I refuse to say it otherwise. It is Oliphant, <laughs> <laughs> according to me, and I recognize no. that that is not. No, I know because it's not Throop. It's no, I don't say I don't say Throop. I go Oliphant because of Lord of the Rings. And that's oh, it. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk to the the wordsmiths that we have in the room. So, uh, Katie and Bailey, how are you? Doing well. Good. Thanks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell us about the Breaking Ground Poets for those who don't know who they are or what they do. Um, the Breaking Ground Poets are a group of youth ages fourteen through nineteen, and we specialize in spoken word um, slam poetry so it's performance poetry we do open mics writing workshops um we have slams a few times a year and then we go to a festival called brave new voices in the summertime so these are uh, a, a lot of the poets are are, are real young kids they are mm-hmm. and they're not uh you know uh, are, are they, when you when you uh when they for did, how do they get involved i mean how do you find them <laughs> well wait, wait they're a bunch of is... ragtag teens they just come out <laughs> yeah. They, they just have. they just come out of the they, the woodwork. Well, there's a signal that Katie throws into the sky. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> like the bat signal. Like yeah, the bat it's signal. Just a, it's and then they all come again from Coldwater Creek. Though. Yes. Yeah. No, but how did you? But <laughs> and keep that keep that question. But maybe you want to come. I just I was just curious about what made what was the impetus for you to be like I'm gonna. I'm going to devote ground. my time to this, yes. you know? Yeah. I think one time Katie Wisnowski told me that somebody said something that pissed her off. So she's like, that's how I made breaking ground. So yeah. that's how I'm going to do this. And I was like, okay. All right. So if you don't want, if you don't want a mortal enemy, don't piss off Katie. If you don't yeah. want a nonprofit made in. <laughs> <laughs> don't piss off Katie if you Wisnowski. hate poetry. <laughs> Just tell Katie you don't uh, like something and it'll she'll be. Go and yeah. Power of suggestion. Yeah. I hate peanut pecan or butter pecan. Yeah. And Katie's like. Well, Next week she'll have a forum for you to fill out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To bring back that. Butter pecan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I find a lot of them. Um, I teach at Tunkanic, so a lot of times in their writing, I'll notice kids who seem like they have that creative vein. In 2011, I had a whole bunch of students in 10th grade that were artists, um, creative artists, musicians, and I showed a documentary called Louder Than a Bomb in class, which is filmed in Chicago. It follows um, one of the larger slam competitions called Louder Than a Bomb. So it's the documentary of four um, groups from Chicago. So I showed it in class and the kids were hooked and they asked if we could do that. Can we do that here? So that was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was like Angelo. That was when he was in 10th grade, Angelo and Carrie. So how many years ago was this? In 2011. So that group of four, that group of kids graduated last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So four. Yeah. And then you, you injected Angelo into my life. Uh, yes. And then <laughs> <laughs> Power Just like you did Bailey. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So that's You've where been Angela injected came into from. my life. No, Even you. though um, Angela, Where's, what joke? What? There's what came from. That's where Angelo came from. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Angelo likes to think that he made the connection himself. No. He always will say that. No, he did not. <laughs> that's right. I introduced him. Yes. Yes. And it was he was incessant. 
Yes, because I told him, don't stop calling until he responds to you. And then, I, and then he... <laughs> That's good. Yeah. 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 Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, I had the one day, I think one day I had five or six voicemails from him. And it was like Mr. Denabom. And I called yeah. him back and I'm like, Angelo, like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Please stop calling I, my phone. I can't pronounce your last name for the life of me. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you need? <laughs> I need an internship. Oh, okay. Call me Mark. Yeah. And then that was it. Angela's been here for, God, a year and a half, Mm -hmm. maybe even longer. And in the beginning when you weren't calling him back, I didn't know you too well at that time. I just had like that network connection with you. I just knew you as that like, that teacher's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poetry lady keeps dropping off chairs. Yeah. What is this? So I put a call into Pam and I said, Pam, you got to get Marky to call him back. Oh my God. That might've been, that might've been the reason and she's like, okay, I'll do my best. And then I called him back. And then, yeah, sooner. Because enough of you annoyed me. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> you really so what, what does Angelo, Angelo do around here? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even think he knows. No, no, he, um, so Angelo wanted to come in. Angelo is a, is a, a brilliant musician, um, mm-hmm. but he also knows, he, but he's also a brilliant poet. Um, and he's also a brilliant, um, Procrastinator. Well, yeah, but he's 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 me. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the problem. Yeah. Like when I look at Angelo, I get really pissed off because I'm like, oh. That's... So you're just trying to call mm-hmm. yourself brilliant, is what you're saying? No, 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 no. Like the at like, <laughs> yeah. and no, it's not. It's not that he's. It's not. He's, he's like me, and he's totally brilliant. All back to Mark. No, like, yeah, okay, maybe. I might go with that for a sec. Sorry, I'm chewing gum. <laughs> that's very. No, rude. Angelo is. Um, I see a lot of. Um, the possibilities in Angelo of the things I love about people around me. And that's what I saw in Angelo. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that he was just so, he's an artist. He's a procrastinator by definition. Mm-hmm. Artist is like, mm-hmm. Oh, clocks have hands. Yeah. We can push it yeah, off a by little definition. Bit. <laughs> that's, that's what, what that is. But Angelo's just, he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. All your kids are brilliant though. Yeah. And they're passionate. Like Angelo is very passionate. And I think that, if yeah, I got him. I, 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 I threw him into the wolves with something recently and he mm-hmm. just, he slayed all the bees and then was like, give me more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, brother. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Angelo. Angelo still has like the, my two favorite poems that I've ever seen you guys do. The um, dropout right one, right? The, that one. And uh, when he almost made me not eat meat again. Oh, mm-hmm. the vegan poem. Yes. Oh, uh, Yes. And I said, don't ever do that poem again in my presence. <laughs> and he's like, why? I said, because I want to go to Wendy's after this. And you ruined it. But like Angelo and Carrie have such great personalities too. They are very like outgoing. Like Angelo's very, very outgoing. So I can see where you I can thought, see well, yourself in The him. first like six months, I thought Angelo was broken because he never, he never didn't smile. Mm-hmm. You know what Maybe I mean? And just I was, scared yeah. him. No, he was just like, he just has like this disposition about him where you're mm-hmm. just like. He's very warm. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Car- like he's, he's the guy you want around you when you're having a bad day. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. Angelo. Yep. All right. Enough of me fawning about Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> his girlfriend's going to get, his girlfriend and my girlfriend are going to get mad at me. Does he listen to these? 
<laughs> no idea. One, t- one time. No, I'll tell him to. When I had Angelo in 10th grade, I had him period I. So this is after me teaching. You don't like, have numbers? You go through letters? Go through letters. Oh, that's... So this is after me teaching like seven class periods, 45 minutes each. So end of the day, it's like in the spring, you know, the sun is shining in and we were doing Caesar. So I had the togas out and I had a red, a red toga. From our college days. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't redoing Eyes Wide Shut? No, I wasn't. Okay. So I turned turn around my desk to enter something on the computer. I turn back around and Angelo has wrapped this sheet completely around himself so that you can't even see his head. Like he's, it's all sheet and he has it pulled like taut against him and he's making bird noises <laughs> and he has put his hand like in front of his face and he's now going like up to kids and making bird noises and like snapping like a beak at them. So that's when he lost it. Yeah. It was <laughs> the strangest thing. In well, this is like the last 10 minutes of the day and someone of course you know put it on their cell phone i'm sure exported it to youtube at some point is it on youtube it's probably somewhere carrie kling has just sent me a picture of it that said like three years ago we were doing this mm. it was like a couple days ago and i was like oh that was a bad teaching i moment. forgot about that <laughs> the bad teaching moment yeah the last five see. minutes i distinctly remember saying i really should be stopping this but i'm kind of enthralled <laughs> performance poetry was I think, created you know shortly what? I after. Think, I think a student acting like a bird is all right if they took a photo of it. I think if there's like Jack Daniels bottles and like smearing off around the classroom, that That's could be a, a bad teaching moment. Yes. Yeah. But you didn't have that. You I was had... just encouraging the performance art. Right. It was a performance piece. Yeah. He had to be one with the bird. Mm. That's what Angelo does. He's one with everything. Yeah. If I gave him a Kit Kat, he'd be, well, I don't even know if he eats those. Everything I get, I have to ask him. I'm like, Angela, do you eat this? And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? Well, and he's like, I'm a gen- vegan. And I'm like, you can't eat Kit Kat? Yeah, he won't. He, he's yeah. very strict about it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't use toothpaste. Yeah. No. Yeah. He actually uses sand. Yeah. That's Clay. how he brushes his teeth. His family, he comes from a family of vegans, though. He, I just, I just don't have the discipline. It's complicated. It's a complicated lifestyle. It's pro. It's pro. It's pro, quantum physics is probably easier than learning how to not eat meat. One time, Katie was world. asking, and I waited in line. I like how you say her full name. <laughs> oh, I always say her full oh, name. I don't know why. We waited in line. One time, William hour. Jefferson Clinton and I, <laughs> I have at to. Brave New Voices. Yeah. This is at Brave New Voices for a sweltering food heat for what a falafel for Ange. For Ange for food because uh-huh. it was like a vegan option. He opens it up. I've never seen a sadder kid in my life, and it had. Wait, that, how long did you wait? Oh, it had a been good an hour three hours. Yeah, like, you waited three hours oh, yeah. for a falafel. It was the for only. Angela. It was the only food. Where was truck. he? He was standing behind us for a while, Probably dehydrated, and then I sent him to go get some type of drink, a slushy or something. And it was the only, it was a vegan option, and the person just put a dollop of that white cream, sour cream, yeah, the sour yeah, cream the on sour it, cream on and top, he, and he opened it. He was like, oh. <laughs> He's like, do you want this? I was like, why, yeah. don't, why don't you want to eat it? He's like, I can't. Yes. I waited all day and this condor took a poop in my falafel and now I don't know what to do. He was so that was sad. Bad. That was after Hoodstock because mm-hmm. we had worked all morning at Hoodstock. Yeah, but I can only imagine like Angelo will have that face and then like two minutes later, there's that smile again. Mm-hmm. Not even two minutes. I think I found like a granola bar in my purse and gave it to him. Yeah, he'll eat like, like pieces you know, of concrete. Typical mom thing. Yeah. How does that work though? I... I, uh, I I, veganism I, no because the sour cream it's because it comes from cow milk right that's the problem there yeah yeah okay. it's dairy i mean cream. i'm not a scientist but the, no <laughs> but the, but Pretty honey is okay body. it depends upon what type i don't know that's Ooh. like the that's like the honey? stumper question for angelo apparently honey if it's local because it didn't travel far i guess but that's what i've heard <laughs> 
Because the bees aren't being abused. No, there's. Okay. I think there's different types, and one type there's will different night, bee labor will laws between honey. counties. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know what the name of it is though. This I don't is know. I, we need to we need to talk to a vegan because I, I I genuinely am curious well, we'll and I don't on. understand. Okay. Ooh, yeah. what about those people from Everything Natural? They're phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> that, so I wanted to buy that building. I was going to ask you if you wanted to go into. No, I don't want to go into real estate with breaking grub poets. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great? I'm already place? in it for yeah. life. Wouldn't have that never... be great? Could have writing workshops, a little yoga. We could specialize and. Yeah, Mark. How the I'm hell did you get like involved with this? Yeah. You are not a poetry guy. When I think when I think poetry people, mm. I'm sorry, you're not on the list. No. So how the hell did you get involved with this? <laughs> Power uh, of suggestion. Am I involved? Yes. Well, yes. You're because like, all right, you're like Papa. Well, uh, do for those, not Papa ever yes. repeat that. Papa. We're yes. gonna whisper it. We're just gonna whisper it around. Papa. We're gonna have younger kids. No. <laughs> Papa. Stop. They, Laura, they love him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who loves me? The kids. They no. love you. So, do you want to know how I got? Yeah, because uh, the Breaking Ground Poets do a lot of their events here at 258 Studios, uh, right at the stage oh over God. here. <laughs> well, I got jigsawed into <laughs> yeah. Breaking Ground Poets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't rem- I remember how we met. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I don't remember like the first event. I had booked a show. There was a Anis Mojgani was coming in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to book him at the Century Club because I just had Andrea Gibson there. But the date that I wanted was already booked. Is that when those, is that, is that the one where those women came to scout me out? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yes. So, <laughs> so I needed a venue that was bigger than the vintage for the crowd that was about to come in. And um, I remembered that um, Mark was kind to me during the Story Slam video. So I thought, hey, he has a space. Yeah, it was 95 degrees. It was so hot that and day. And everybody was, everybody was sweating like they just got off, like they just got kidnapped from a boat <laughs> off the corner of Yemen. And um, when I met Mark, at, when I first like reached out and asked him, he said, I guess so, but I hate poetry, so I don't know how this is going to go. No, but, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Let's clarify. Like a true what did man, I say? to belittle you and what poetry you Poetry sucks. No, I said I hate artists. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's what he well, said. At least you did a blanket hatred of, of all. No, 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 no. Like I do, I like I say stuff like that because like it's it's you can't tell whether it's ninety nine percent sarcasm, one percent truth, or ninety nine percent truth, one percent sarcasm. Because I don't know if you can clarify, cl- <laughs> put me in the category of artist. Like, has there been moments when two seconds ago something didn't exist and then it did, and I did that? Okay, then mm-hmm. yeah, but um. In my experience, um, I use it as like this blanket statement to be like, I just hate artists. Like, yeah. like they don't have any concept of reality. Yeah. That's funny. yeah, that's exactly what he said. So he gave me his blanket spiel and I was like, okay. But that wasn't mean I was against it. I that, was just, yeah, that's I was, correct. well, first of all, I was trying, I was, I was trying to see like what boundaries I can push with you. Yes. That yeah. was kind of like the first thing. And, I'm, and so I wanted to see if like. Like the mafia does when like <laughs> he's a friend of ours. And you being a teacher mm-hmm. understood right away that that's uh-huh. something that little children do. Yes. Papa. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. My friend Lee says that children love me because they know their own kind. So, <laughs> yeah, that sounds um, so then um, we booked the show mm-hmm. and a niece did his but, thing. But you have to tell them the the women from the venue that I had previously had a show at came down to check Mark in the studio out. So, yeah. So I didn't <laughs> and know. They and they're very, I, and very nice women. I didn't put two and two together until later. 
so these these two women just show up here and they walk in the door and i'm like can i can i help you and they're like, we're just looking. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, well, can I help you look and more in-depth? And there are these like, sweet, older church. Wonderful. You know, wonderful women. women. Yeah, um, very kind. And they said, uh, they basically wanted to scope me out because they thought I was going to be like a competitive venue. Uh-huh. And it ended up that like I spent the whole afternoon with them. I went up to the Century Club. We were hanging out. We were talking about history. We were going through all this stuff. So these two, for the life of me, I forget their names, but they had a they had a great time. Yeah, and so did I. Yeah, because I got the history of the Century Club. Like we went through. They're very good with the tour. Uh huh. Oh my god, it was awesome. I fixed some of their lights, mm-hmm. <laughs> their the stage place lights. Is huge. That's like your thing. You go places and just fix lights. No, I yes. walked in and I'm like, oh, hey, this isn't working. I was like, fing, fing, fing. And I'm like, oh, there it is. And they're like, oh my God, we've been trying to get that fixed yeah. forever. And then and I I'm get it. Like, well, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never said that. What else is that? I get a text <laughs> message like that night from Mark. And I think he said something like, these women came down today to case the case the place case the joint yeah, they, but then they saw it and realized they had nothing to worry about no, no, no. well yeah then, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. then they're yes. like it's fine well, Lauren you're laughing because it's true it is, you're not yeah. laughing because it's, it's a lie true. well yeah no um, yeah but we, we we parted amicably it was like two ships meeting in the middle of the night mm-hmm. from different you know, it was like what was that? Uh, what was it? World War One or World War Two for Christmas? Both sides stopped. World fighting. War One in nineteen sixty. It was like it was like yeah. that, but the problem is, is there was never a war. Mm-hmm. So these these women came, case me out, and I wanted some of them. Uh, I think they do something with Pop Up Studio. I think they do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were awesome, but that's how. And then Katie and I became closer and closer due to this like this controversy that I created in my own mind where, where I was I was trying to there was I've never had anybody scope me out before. <laughs> so it was just a new experience for me. Uh-huh. And then Katie was a totally new experience for me. <laughs> and then. Um, but at the end of that night, like, remember what you said? You turned to me and you were so kind. I don't remember what I said. After the Anise show, we were standing next to one another and Mark stayed to watch the performance because he was running the soundboard. And so, it was something. Instead, I had to be here. I didn't trust <laughs> you and children. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job. I was going to steal my lighting, my fancy yeah. lighting I yeah. have here. These $2 park kids. And you said something to the effect of, um, I'm not wrong often, but when I am wrong, I'll I'll admit it. Do you remember saying this? No, but that sounds like a totally egocentric thing. Yeah, that I would say. and I remember thinking, <laughs> okay. So that sounds like a totally yeah. Up, up, and you said yeah. that was pretty cool, and I was like, great. Want to have a slam here next month? And I said, and then, what is and that? And like, what the hell is that? Well, I will show you and bring a bunch of ragtag teens yeah. with me. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, and then they turned into the Avengers, and I fell in love with all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Papa. But not, no. Mm-mm. Papa? Stop doing it. <laughs> papa? It sounds like a creepy, like, Russian silent film, and the only words they, in it are Papa. They, <laughs> Stop doing that. Do you know you're the only person that can creep me out? Papa? Exactly. <laughs> Just like that. You're a sicko. That's why I, lo- that's why I like you, because deep down, you're a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> And then Buddy Wakefield changed my life. Mm. Yes. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So as more were you here for Rich? Were you? Did you see I don't, Buddy? No, I didn't get a chance. That was on Valentine's Day. No, yeah, he, he was, no, that was here. the second time he was here. He was here last year, and then and then who was uh, Rachel? We had Rachel, Rachel McKibbins. She was good, man. But I needed a nap after that. Yeah, she was more um, feminine. I think. No, you know what? I don't think that. And I don't want to be I feel, rich. I always feel like I'm hijacking this stuff. Um, just you can yell at me in a paternal way. Don't say 
pop, nope, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I hear, like, I can hear it almost happening. All right, do it. Get it out of your system. Papa. Okay, there we go. Um, she, like, like Buddy, what does Buddy do? Like when he, so he's doing his poems, he, but then he'll, he'll, he transitions do? from conversation, from like prose and conversation into poetry. Mm-hmm. So flawless that you don't know. Right. And he does, what are they, what does he call them? He calls it, it's not like a sidebar. It's like, he says something. Do you remember? I don't know. Cause remember when he did it and he was just. The first time, you could just see that he was crushed this time. Like, he was so, he was spent. He was having, yeah, a hard, well, he was on his world Well, he tour. was, like, physically, like, I'm exhausted, yeah, and now I have to go. Yep. But he, you know, every time he's here, I say to him, I say, you know, I needed that. I needed that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? Everybody that came to that event that had never been to one of our events before, they said the same thing. They're like, wow, I, like, really needed that this week. It was something that I've yeah, never buddies, seen before. Yeah, Buddy was that guy. And, and uh, so, Rachel, I don't think it was, what did you call it? She was too... Oh, I said feminine. I She, I feel like, you might have had a hard time connecting to her it, storytelling. It, I, I, if... This is what gave me the idea for the Q and A, because when oh, she at the end. no no when she was talking about like she she almost like forewarned everybody about each poem right, and that to me to get I think that to understand where that's coming from yeah gives you better depth and understanding of where she was coming from so right. that you can relate to it yeah mm-hmm. and like. Bless her heart to keep a sense of humor. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And that, see, Buddy, um, well, a lot of the poets um, say that there is an art to performing on stage and that when you are telling these deep, intimate poems, you have to word it and perform it in a way that is not going to make the audience uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you have to find the happiness and the sadness and convey that on stage. But what Rachel said after the show um, is that she came off of a show where... <laughs> It was like crickets chirping in the audience after her poems. Like people didn't know how to respond to them. Oh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. So she said that it was fantastic to sit in an audience that she felt so warm and welcome in. Well, because we're all we're we're used to pain and suffering. That was a good crowd, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a fun crowd. And she was awesome. She was so sweet. She was. I know. I wish and more she people had. Were the, she had my favorite comment, probably I've ever heard out of anybody. What was it? It was um. It took me till the third kid to realize I wasn't a lesbian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That she had a hard time relating to her gender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, all right. Yeah. And I told Jimmy that story and Jimmy didn't understand it. So I had to explain it to him. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but look, I said, look, you're trying to be something that, you know, like you mm-hmm. can't fight who you are. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though the, like this woman tried to fight who she thought she was. Yeah. You know, that, that to me was the most powerful moment of that night was when she said that. And it was funny. Mm-hmm. But it really, that mm-hmm. was, that's the stuff that I look for. Mm-hmm. And puns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will love John Sands when he's here in May. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get Bailey to that. Bailey loves John Sands. Uh. Are you going to eat a cheeseburger with him? Oh, she wants to eat more than that. So when you bring these. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some pickles. Oh pickles God. are good. <laughs> I love pickles. Maybe a French fry. Sorry, it got like weird. <laughs> Sorry, <Good>. Rich. <laughs> kind of expected at this point yeah but we're keeping it real pg-13 this time i like it yeah yeah it's not bad most pg-13 episode we've ever don't ruin it lauren papa (laughs) you're gonna drive me there (laughs) i will i will i will unlatch my belt (laughs) that might not be pg-13 yeah no the sound of hitting people is uh, forget it go (laughs) 
So you bring these these poets in from out of the area. Um, you know, how, uh, how are the, the the are the students there too? Are they they watching these? Are they they oh, what are, what are they getting out of that? Um, yeah, we do. We get a lot of Credit. students. <laughs> we, yeah, they get to come to Scrin, which is just the greatest gift of all. Yeah. Right, opinion. of course. <laughs> it's the pair yeah, of North Yeah, but you yeah, but you you know you live in the boonies when you say that uh, you're going to the city. Yes, all the kids, all of the kids say, well, they will say things like, oh, Miss Wisnowski, I'm going to have to try to find a ride because, you know, I'm I'm not good driving in the city. They all say that. Wait, I don't really care what these kids were doing. (laughs) I I had to take them. They were so great. And I'm not from around here. I'm from New Jersey. And um, oh, you and Lauren. Yeah, we were talking about that. We talked about that. Um, I lived very close to Manhattan my whole life, very close to Philadelphia. You're trained in all kinds of circumstances when your father sure. is like mine is. Every emergency. These kids are like, Bailey, like, these people are like pushing me out of the way. And I'm just like, we're like, this is in Philadelphia. Yeah, brave new voices. These a lot kids, of them, yeah, it was the first yeah. time for a lot of them on a subway. They didn't realize that like once you left mm-hmm. the spin around bars, you're gonna have to pay to get back in again. And I was like, once oh. you leave, I'm not gonna get you. Yeah. And they're used to, you know, just sauntering from sauntering. place to place. Just hurting some turtles. Twenty. Around. We had twenty. We're hurting. 20. And by the end of the day, the kids would like, you know, side up to me and be like, "Bailey's being a bitch. <laughs> Do something about it." Because <laughs> you know what? I just I've never ever channeled my mother more than like, yeah. "Get your act together. Yeah. Let's move." And like, that's really what it was. It and just I really, they just uh-huh. didn't like they didn't have that whole like pick up your feet and move down the street and get out of their way because you're yeah. on the left side and like it wasn't like clicking and it's something that just like comes second. Was it natural. amazing because it was something over? like six stories what do you mean like to them was it like that that no, look no it's like just like building, just like the, you have like 30 seconds aspects. to get on the subway get Don't, your ass to the it's bar. not like the middle of nowhere where you can cross the street without the light turning but go ahead <laughs> yeah. i was like you actually have to wait or you're gonna die you're gonna get hit by a car that's the end of it and i'm not explaining that to a parent yeah that wasn't on the permission uh-huh. slip <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> And I kept I kept saying that's why I hired her to be a bitch so I don't have to. Not only yeah. they're going to learn and meet mm-hmm. new poets, but they're also going to learn how to cross the street in a city. It's yeah. life. I think we're going to use have a turnstile. And this, this, it's, it's, I'm just trying life lessons. Yeah. And this summer we're we're flying to Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not going. Um, Bailey's going. She's <laughs> going to help. They know but, uh, God isn't that where me. the Walking Dead takes place? In Georgia, yeah. In, Georgia, in Atlanta, Atlanta. yeah, yeah. And the majority of them have never flown before. <laughs> Oh. What? Yeah, the, they are very, some are very excited, but a lot of them are very nervous because they have never been on a plane before. And I've some prob- of them will be left behind. Get I've probably flown a hundred. You, you need to get like a find my. You need to get like an app. I mean, it's going to be a leech. I'm gonna it's going to be the those plastic rings that they have ribbon attached to like preschoolers. Yes. But the yep. ring, it's just going to be trapped around like their belts <laughs> yeah. and their backpacks, and they're all going to have bells. Yeah, and if they thought I was a bitch last year, they've never seen Bailey the bitch come out before until I'm in Philadelphia airport. But isn't this supposed to be like an emotionally engaging? I don't know. That's not what my job is when I get there. I don't think she has a clipboard in her job. So you literally, you literally heard the cats. Yes, that's her job. So I can sleep in an extra twenty minutes. Well, no. So Katie, Katie's the director, and she just basically told me she's like, I want to. You started this up. You start. You have a Napoleon complex. That's why you started all this up. I agree with her though. She, she's the director. She said last year when she went with the kids, she couldn't be the director. She couldn't be their coach because it's hard being the chaperone and the director. Well, getting falafels and stuff for Angelo. And Katie and I ate a falafel while jogging in Philadelphia and saying, "Get your ass going." You were gonna miss the subway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Katie just asked me, she's like, I just need you to keep them in line while we're there. And I was like, 
I got this. Uh-huh. I've been training for this my whole life. <laughs> um, I have a little sister and my parents, it was Megan shorter than us. She's 5'9", and that's short in my family. And she was always the shortest one. So our catchphrase is, Megan, where's Megan? Like, So it was me like that for just four days. Wait, so how many? So it was 20 kids? We took 20. Well, that was with of, the adults, too. How many of too. you? We stayed in dorms. Dorm. So it was the two of us. And then we you took can. Ed. Um, Ed and Sarah Lewis. There's so there were four adults. Mm-hmm. There so each us. each adult was assigned five children. No, no. Bailey had <laughs> Bailey had all nine. Bailey had most of them. But what I really liked is that I told Bailey she had to do room checks. At, they had like a curfew, like a midnight curfew. Oh, Bailey, you're the worst. <laughs> I they hated me. They and were like openly the hating year me. prior. I was kind of lax with the room checks when we were in Chicago <laughs> because when I was given because we're on the thirtieth floor. Was, where could they go? Well, there yeah, there well, was, was from you said there were there was rules. double the amount last summer yeah. so bailey like really took her job seriously and really like did those room checks like i could oh, hear that knock BRA. so then i would get the text message bailey's really doing room checks i'm down the hall at so-and-so's well, what room expect her to do yeah she that was, was her job i know i kept saying that mm. they I'm did gonna, not like mm-hmm. me they wanted to go make out with boys from like i don't know what was the cool like hawaii and i was like uh-uh. <laughs> yes they wanted to go do stuff, and I was like, yeah. no, thank you. I don't have time for this. Just flew in. My arms are tired, and boy, do I want to kiss a Tunkanic girl. <laughs> yeah, boy, do I want to kiss a girl that doesn't have a Philadelphia sidewalk. Tunkanock. I used to see, all Tunk-a-wack. I used to, I'm used to seeing ocean. This is amazing. <laughs> kiss me. Uh. <laughs> so, Bailey, you were involved as a student first, and then kind of transitioned into this? Or? Um, no. Bailey lost I... a bet. <laughs> uh, no, I got really lucky in life. Um, <laughs> I'm a 23 year old intern. My parents are super proud. Not just um, that, you're an unpaid intern. Unpaid intern. <laughs> With youth poets, so you're an indentured servant. So, like, basically, you just my have ba- to... my parents are very blue collar workers that got very very lucky in life and worked really really hard. And their daughter, so you don't does, have to. And their daughter does poetry improv, so I'm just like the worst. Bailey's yeah. yourself yeah. aware. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, my 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 parents, yeah, we, we my I have an older brother and an older sister, and we have very different career paths. And mine's definitely the uh... <laughs> Bailey had to get a job to pay for her internship. Yep. God, you're I a slave no, driver. I had no place else to go. <laughs> um, I graduated from Marywood. In May, uh, with no life goals, nothing lined up. Um, <laughs> Amy Archer, shout Don't out, stop, Bailey. She's fantastic. Um, she said, "What are you doing? What do you do? like? How's those grad school apps going?" And I was like, "Didn't get in anywhere." And she said, uh, "I know somebody that's looking for an intern." And I got a job. <laughs> no, tell them about the interview. Should I tell you about the? Do you remember? You interviewed her. Yes, she it was did. fantastic. You're such a jerk. I went to. I wore a lady pantsuit. Yes, she did. What's a lady pantsuit? I wore I wore dress pants and a and a dress shirt and dress shoes. Would you look like Catherine Hepburn? Oh, I looked hot. She's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I was there to talk about poetry. And then we just talked about, we didn't even talk about the actual job. She talked about what she was going to do for me after the job. She's like, this is our connections I can make for you. You're already playing Wembley Stadium. You haven't even gotten a band together. She was already like, this is what I'm going to do for you. If you just, just be my slave for the next whatever. I didn't say slave. She's she's through slave in there a few times. Well, now that you know each other. Um, I believe the comment was, I'll follow you around with a clipboard and get your coffee if oh, you want. yeah. And then now every time she asks me to get you coffee, said that? I just Bailey give her a dirty look. Yeah, she said that to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what interns do. But um, 
Not really. And I, but I distinctly remember. <laughs> what do they do in movies, Mark? I That's just, not real life. I just, Somebody wrote that. It's very real for me. It's very real. I yep. distinctly remember saying to her, um, I'm a Pisces. And, oh, she, do you remember? <laughs> I'm a, she was like, what's your sign? Yeah. And I was like, I don't do that. Yeah, and I don't, even think I, said any, I don't think I just said anything. I just gathered my things and left. <laughs> but, but I said, I'm what's like your a sign? Pisces. Out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Uh, and I said, I kind of have these big plans and then I just spit them at people. So I really need you to be that person to write everything down. And I have yet to do that once. You just have voice memo on your iPhone app open all the time. No, I mean, like, I'm kind of... I, I feel like I help sometimes and then feel like I, sometimes I'm just like, wow, I couldn't have done that worse and just screwed up the group even more. Yeah, but you have nothing to lose. Sure. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not, not like she's going to fire me. Yeah, she's not going to dock your pay. <laughs> you're True. just like, all right, yeah. I'll see you. I'm gonna go back to my family. and now and now it's turning into anytime somebody just needs somebody. She's just like, I have this great girl <laughs> that would just be so great for that. I bet she's not doing anything. Oh my god, that's how I met you. You're the incessant emailer. Oh yeah, Mark, that was so yes. funny. What did you email him about? For like, she a wanted year. me to sign your goddamn paper. <laughs> letter. Oh, that letter of recommendation which yeah, yeah. Angelo. The letter wrote. of recommendation that I made yeah. Angelo write, and I couldn't even bring myself to, <laughs> to sign it and scan it. I knew when a man didn't want to talk to me, and Mark did not want to talk to me. <laughs> He, he was like, yeah, you could just like take the old one and then never email me again. And then when I first That's met what him, I said. and then when, and since I had been doing this for so many people for Katie, so funny. At, when he introduced himself, he's like, oh, we've been emailing back and forth just forever. And I was like, which one are you again? Like, who are you? I remembered. You were like, oh, you're the girl that's been emailing me like a lot. And I was like, okay. Well, no, because I think I think what it was is when it first popped up in my email, I was like. <laughs> Who's this were... hot girl with that Gmail picture? No, yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't even see that. Sorry. Um, it was. At her um, wait. It was like, hey, I'm Katie Wisnowski's intern. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> what sad move in your life. Ever. I'm like, oh, my. What what career choices have you made to get you to where you are right now? God bless you. I love it, though. I really like it. No, all joking aside, I mean, we can't have yeah. these conversations I mean, I unless did. we like each other. It is so I love true, it though. So much. Remember the apartment thing? Do you remember that? What apartment? Oh, oh you're gonna have God, the kids no. to your apartment? No, 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 no. Um, so I graduated. Don't tell the teacher that. <laughs> Jesus. No, I graduated and I I had to find another apartment because my lease was up. I couldn't oh, afford that's it. That's right. And I was um at the time mm-hmm. I was Katie got me right before I graduated, and then it was gonna start in the summer. And then I was like, I had a part-time job, but I wasn't making that much money. My parents were not helping me out working at the as an intern for a for a poetry organization. So I should probably stop. But not just just not poetry slam. Is your mom having like that those heaving weeps of like where did I go wrong? No, my mom loves it. My parents have been. They never made me do sports. Like look at my body. They never made me do sports. And they they bred me to be a writer. My mom. My parents are thrilled for me. Yeah. They're super proud. Okay, so mom's not like just like. Oh no, she came. Oh, she like she they were here. Kathy. Yeah, she they were Kate. here for Rachel McKibben's. Yeah, and the sisters. Oh my god, yeah. you said to me go yeah. meet them, and I'm like, yeah, they all came in. Yeah, because well, I, I, needed, I needed like a cold compress. That's why, like, because w- my mom and her sisters are so hot. <laughs> no, 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 because because remember I said Rachel was just like I needed a nap after uh, that. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, oh, like there was just too much heavy stuff. And, and because tried, oh, we I had the heat now. going so Yeah, high. the heat was on. It was beautiful. <laughs> Your dad brought down his <laughs> I know. Boeing 747. <laughs> yeah. to... And then he put up the caution tape, which was in Espanol. It looked like a hobo fire just in the back. <laughs> yeah, it looked like yeah. something from the set of like in living color in like the early 90s. Like you just expect <laughs> like Homie the Clown to come out and just 
Sorry. Hey, Rich, I'm sorry. Like every time, like I apologize and I don't, number one, I don't know if I should. <laughs> do they cut two, out you I apologizing from the podcast? I, I do. I do kind of enjoy watching you grovel. It's kind of funny, actually. I, 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 I relish under your spotlight and just adore you. I just don't know when I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm like the dog that like shits on the carpet, and you're like, no, and I'm like, what do you mean? Whatever that means. So <laughs> see, that's what I do, Papa. All right. <laughs> I, I really want to talk about the poetry itself, too. Uh, now, what, what kinds of subjects are these kids writing about? Because, uh, you know, I had the pleasure of, of uh, being able to judge one of these. And it was very, very tough because uh, all Did the... Did you do fall of 20... It was the first the first one of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the uh, the kids are just they're they're all so talented and they all have they all come from completely different backgrounds and and they have uh, you know different subjects. Can you talk about some of the things that uh, that you see in in their their poetry? Uh, you know some of the things that they're writing about. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times when they first come to join the breaking ground, they are writing about very stereotypical things um, like love. And um, just daily happenings, you know, like their parents divorce, but they're writing in very like cliche terms. So they're not really tapping into any concrete imagery. So one of the goals is to get them to the poem or the story that they really need to tell, but to tell it um, in a way that is significant, that the audience can latch onto it too. Um, this last slam that we did in January, I think it was January, February, um, we had everything from um, a poem uh, about uh, one of my member, Aiden, his Irish heritage. And he sang in Gaelic in the beginning. Um, so it's, you know, he intermixed song. We've had poems about uh, One Direction. Oh, he's got the voice of an angel. He does. He has a good voice. Mm-hmm. One Direction. Wait, was it the haiku? Oh, yes. Was the, that was the haiku. Yes. One Direction was the haiku. That was two slams ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, See, I remember. I he, paid attention. Yeah, that was your, when you were judging. He yeah. didn't want to put up his second poem because he felt it was too similar to his first poem. So he threw the damn slam by going up and doing a haiku five, seven, five about one direction. <laughs> Way to go. Nailed in. it. Yeah. And Nailed I think it. like one, of, I don't know who one, someone who was judging with you was like, I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. And someone like gave him a nine and <laughs> no, I think it was, was it, was I hosting that? I don't. There was a ninety percent chance you were hosting it. Yeah, that, no, you no, were. Connor did the second Connor, one. That was yeah. me because I remember. Yeah. I remember. I jumped off stage, and as soon as I jumped off stage, there was applause. Uh huh. And I ran mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. Oh, Maggie's. Oh yeah. Maggie, that was the 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 feminine trouble. The period. So what yeah. Poem, so Mark? Um, I don't, like, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> feminine trouble. The lady issue poem. <laughs> the period poem. Um, not, we, not like not like Victorian or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally menstrual sentence. That's cycle. What it was about. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> racism. Mm. What else have we? Um, California. Um, what was the Veganism. past one? Veganism. Last year, we, um, through Youth Speaks, which is the organization out of California that we're partnered with, we, our very last slam, all the poems um, had to deal with the dropout rate. In, mm. in high school. So the initiative that we partnered with the Center for Investigative Reporting was called Raise Up, Raise the Rate. So all of their poems had to be about the dropout rate. So we mm. still get kind of a few of those. Um, they write where I'm from poems about growing up in Tunkhannock, what that is like. Um, so it's, you know, we're trying to tap into an authentic voice. You know, like if I'm the white girl from the country, I can't really write about living in, you know, urban New York. You're almost translucent. 
thank you. Should I go tanning? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that poetic? And that's, uh, you know, I, 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 like you said, you know, when you're a kid too, you know, you don't, um, you might not know how to tap into that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to, you know, uh, what are, what are some of the techniques that you use to, to get them to open up and talk about those things and mm-hmm. be so honest about what they're saying? <laughs> Um, berate them. I'm over here thinking a nine millimeter. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I think that Katie, I think that she sees something. I should probably, no, I can talk about this. Um, she sees something in them. Like, even if it's just one line, even the guys, the young men that want to do the, um, the hip hop stuff, Mm -hmm. they want to do it. They're in Tunkhannock. They're in the middle of nowhere. But who the hell cares? Like, there's somebody that wants to do it with them. So, yeah, there's all this opportunity here. You just kind of have to dig for it. And I think Katie's like a great way to connect them to like the right people mm-hmm. to get them motivated and to just keep working at it, I guess. Yeah, there is um, the parents and I um, and I think Mark and Bailey and I have kind of stood back and laughed at this. But a lot of times when a kid goes up on stage for the very first time. I don't know where you're going with this, so I'm not going to laugh just yet. Especially <laughs> if I have never seen their poems or worked with the kid. A lot of them have a tendency to get up on stage and like deliver fuck mm. with a lot of emphasis. We were talking at about like multiple parts during a poem because they yeah. think that that is, you know, that shock and awe. Yeah, but it doesn't. But that that word, number one, is the most diverse it's word an, in the English it, language. But it's also a very empty word. Which is why I love it. It's my favorite word. But if it's I was also on, very I, empty. I know, but when if, you're I, not but if right. I was at James Lipton, I would say that's my favorite word. Uh-huh. But it, it, it's, it seems like, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, I don't know if kids do this anymore, but like if you buy a pack of cigarettes or if you get, if you can have your first, like if you're legal, mm-hmm. it just right. seems it's like, like that's, oh, right. Right. It's, so it's like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to binge and purge on yeah. this. Like I'm uncensored. So I think yeah. that this is what uncensored means. Yeah. And, um, you know, afterwards it's kind of teaching them, well, that word doesn't really have a lot of meaning, so to say. So what can you say in place of the word fuck? Didn't, didn't we have that conversation with us where it's like, um, if you removed that word from like Goodfellas, would it still be a good movie? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Who do we talk to about that? Uh, I don't know. That was quite a few episodes ago. I think. Was it your mom? Your mom. It's possible. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, no, but it's, it's, but it's like one of those, mm -hmm. it's, it's, I think every word is important. Mm-hmm. I think, I, yeah, but, I think Katie makes them think like, "Oh, you're effing mad at this." Well, like, why are you effing mad at this? Like, why are your blue collar parents going to be upset that you say that? Katie yeah. already, dry, Katie already ruined hey. it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't my parents done it. Don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to listen to this. The other thing that I've noticed recently, which we kind of talked about after the last slam, is that a lot of these teenage girls are getting up there and saying, talking about their orgasms. <laughs> and I like, I haven't really had a chance to address this. I've yet never with had them. one, so I don't know how to go up there and talk about one. But I, I don't. Wait, did that happen? Yes, Katie's not buying multiple, it. I don't remember that happening. Multiple. We like, talked there was, about this after we, yeah, one time. With Connor, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, remember? There were at Jared least there. three or four poems in this last slam. Oh my God, yeah, you're right. Where they were sitting in the back? Yes, yeah. and they were talking about you know their climax and their peak and Katie I was pissed. To, I, Katie was upset this wasn't happening to her in high school <laughs> <laughs> Katie what'd you do she in high school I better. read that's what I did They're really, I don't, I, but I think it's hard because I mean I don't know how Katie feels but I feel like not that I was a loser in high school but I don't really connect I don't I can't connect to that I wasn't writing about that in high school I wasn't doing that in mm-hmm. high school either. Yeah, but, but but that's but I think that's the thing that makes you unique is is that you are self aware of like where you come from. You know, you're yeah. not you're yeah. not trying to be. You know, sometimes 
Maybe I'm wrong. I, I have like I show up to that hip hop event. Oh yeah, in like berries and a cardigan. Yeah, my nighttime cardigan. They mm-hmm. ate me alive. They were not into it. Oh, how did that end up after it? You did well. You stood up. You know. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like. Oh, that was yeah. that at, at yeah. lyrics. At yeah. lyrics, yeah. Okay. There's Katie Wisnowski didn't want to do something, so she made me do it. There's a very large population of um, hip hop artists in in the Scranton area, mm-hmm. and they're all beginning to come out of the woodwork, um, you know, and organizing themselves. <laughs> oh, I, I no know a lot of them keep contacting me. <laughs> <laughs> I but I never realized that yeah. there was this huge population, and um, after I was at that first one. Uh, they all a lot of them contacted me as well so we were just at a showcase where a few of our kids kind of opened up for the um, how, did, how did hunter do they did great the yeah, boys, didn't, he, didn't he do another one over the weekend yes at hoyt library there were four people that we performed to because i saw him mm-hmm. what's so funny about that <laughs> yes. wait four people in there in the audience there were four people the picture that I looked at, you must know how to really angle a camera. <laughs> yeah. It looked like there was a lot more people there. Than yeah, I was that. like, good yeah. for them. It's packed. Yeah. Yep. Katie yep. just put Katie <laughs> Instagram <laughs> swing tilt. It looks, yeah. The place looks packed. The boys did a good job. Mm-hmm. They're great. I think the amazing thing about what Katie does and, and, and you know, Bailey to like the s- smallest degree <laughs> is... Um, Katie somehow has the ability to realize that a person or it's especially these kids that they're, they are unique. Mm. You know what I mean? Like their, their story doesn't have to be, you know, the book that you've already read or the line that you've already sang. It could be something that, that you come up with yourself. It could be something from the heart of you. Sure. I don't know why I got so deep on that. That was <laughs> good. That was, that was impressive. Yeah, no, because that's why, like, like we bust each other's ass all the time, like the three of us. Yeah, usually it's just Bailey, like giving me shit. But at the, no. at the well end of the deserved. Day, no, yeah. she's still. I, that's why I've never given you shit about it because you're right. <laughs> I can't like argue. Always. I can't argue with you over a lie. What's that thing that you say about me all the time when you go up on stage? That's funny. Oh, um, oh, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Just another um, white man. Just another telling white you what to man. Do. Control my voice. Yeah. <sighs> So uh, what what to, what to you uh, and is this to both of you really what what to you makes makes a good poem in itself? It's a lot to of me. effing orgasms. Words. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, how many? Forget it. Keep going. I think um, for myself personally, I want to see a kid get up on stage and deliver something um, that's unique to who they are, um, but. I can also connect to their storyline. And in order to do that, I have to feel like I'm inside of the poem. So they have to be very specific with the language that they choose um, to invite me into that story. So they can't just say, you know, it was a sunny day. Like I want to see, I want to see the street they're walking down. I want to know what they're feeling. And I want to see who is standing right in front of them. So you're tough. Yes. Oh yeah. Because I've been around some, you know, some very <laughs> well-known poets. And I know when we go to Brave New Voices, what we're headed into. Mm. So when they come to me with a poem about love that rhymes like an ABAB rhyme scheme, I tell she them, She asked them you know, to not come anymore. <laughs> we have to, we have to revise that. <laughs> Uniqueness. We're looking for I need to crap. censor your unique voice. <laughs> we sold your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that would be 
Well, I mean, it's one it's one thing to compete <laughs> against each other, uh-huh. you know, on this on this level, you uh-huh. know, at an event here or something like that. But you know, wh- uh, wh- uh, how do how do these kids do outside the area? Because obviously, not a, a lot of us are, are privy to that that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um. The first year we went, we went to Chicago. So this was three years ago. And I was like, this was before I knew Bailey, but I was like shocked. Before you bought Bailey. Before I bought Bailey. (laughs) With my husband's jewelry store money. Before she gave my parents a goat. (laughs) Bailey, look, this is a diamond. It's forever. (laughs) I was shocked that, first of all, that we were accepted. Um, on this national level. I mean, it's the biggest youth slam in the world. So there's teams from Africa, Leeds, England. And um, we rented a, an 18 passenger van. I had two parents. I loaded up the kids and I said, we're going to Chicago. And we had to bring 12 poems to compete, um, a mixture of group and individual poems. And on the way, we were still memorizing our 10th poem. Um, I mean, I was like so far out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so absolutely yeah. fucked. <laughs> But there you um, go, Bailey. The year prior, I had flown to California by myself to check out this competition, Youth Speaks, and it was the it was the first time that I really felt what community um, looked like and what community felt like. And I I knew the next year I would have to do my best to try to get my kids in. And by the grace of God, I was accepted in with the kids. And once we got there, you know, the kids immediately said, we really should have like taken you seriously over the summer when we should have practiced a lot more. Like we were there within five minutes and the boys are turning around and saying, we're really sorry. We didn't listen to you. (laughs) You know, Um, this is why you're not in the band, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But we were there for, it's a five-day festival. There's a huge focus on not the competition, but on team building and meeting people outside of, you know, your area. Workshops, you get to meet like the best of the best on the poetry circuit. It's just a fantastic program. And then the competitions are always at the end. Um, There's multiple bouts. We were in two different bouts. Um, There's four or five teams in each bout. I think we came in last. I know we came in last in each bout. But I was thrilled that no, none of my poets dropped any lines on stage because everything has to be memorized. None of them dropped any lines. One girl even like wrote a few words on her wrist and I could like see her. Did you have Sarah Palin on? I could see her. I could see her like looking at the words on stage and her video actually made it onto YouTube. Youth Speaks filmed it. So, um, why are you looking at me? Like, it's my Fantastic. responsibility. I know, I'm giving you that, like, I. And we were more prepared the next time, you know, we went back. And we did better this past summer when we were in Philadelphia. Second to last. Mm. We came <laughs> I'm in. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. We came in um, fourth in of, both of our bouts. No shit. Out of well, out of five and five, we came in fourth. So I was close. Wow. For a Pretty little, close. for a little bit, we were in third place yeah. in the bouts. So I was like, I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. They were great. Yeah, and we were able to take you know twenty, so we doubled mm-hmm. our size. And are you getting known? Um, I believe in the phrase, you know, hustle until they know your name, and then you don't have to hustle anymore. <laughs> fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, fake it till you make it. Um, I think in our area we're becoming more well known. Um, people contact me every now and then, you know, to come and bring the kids the feature. Um, we go to Philadelphia um, for regionals with PYPM, which is the Philadelphia Youth Slam Team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what what makes a good delivery? Because we talked about the poetry itself. Now, now, how how do you get them to deliver it in such a way? Because it's it's a bit theatrical. It is mm-hmm. right slam poetry. Ooh, that was a good way of describing that. Mm-hmm. You no. get Mark to tell them what to do. I've never <laughs> have I done that. You help out sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. 
I just say don't yell. It's a microphone. It's like binoculars. <laughs> There's a few different um, <laughs> techniques that we have done over the past. You kind of really have to get the student to come out of their comfort zone because they feel so awkward, you know, reading this poem. And for them to compete in the slam is one thing, but to compete, you know, Brave New Voice is something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we practice over the summer, sometimes... Um, I will stand like inches away from their face and they will have to recite that poem That's pretty intimidating. over and over. It is very intimidating mm-hmm. until I can like literally feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Katie reminds them why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason for why they're why doing it. Vince Lombardi. Yeah. And I, <laughs> wow. yeah, but with poetry. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> we were going to win this goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. There's a few Again. inspirational. <laughs> no, I think that because over the summer when we were practicing for Philadelphia, she just, she's like, you got to know who you're doing it for. Every mm-hmm. other person that's ever been through this before, like, this is what you're doing it for. Like, look at the faces of the people that you're doing it for, the story that you're trying to tell, how important it is. And like, that needs to go into the poem. That's all the effort all the time. Don't waste it if you're not going to put in like the effort and the power behind your voice and what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Now, do a lot of these kids want to be writers? Is that <laughs> is that their goal or is this something that they're doing, I mean, you know, as an extracurricular job, thing right? or? Um, what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> My... <laughs> The writers in the group that have been the most successful have all at one point told me, I am not doing this anymore and you cannot make me. And then they kind of go through this period, all of them. It's that same, like, it's so funny. They all go through the same pattern. So I'm like, okay. So they have a little room to breathe. And then, you know, a couple weeks, couple months, they wander back in and I'm really sorry, but I, you know, I think I need this in my life. You were right. You know, I was, I was born. And Katie's a benevolent God. She will allow them back. That is correct. (laughs) I mean, you're still here. <laughs> I think um, it, it's kind of like an addiction. I think one of the one of the amazing yeah. things is like because you're taking kids from what fourteen to fourteen to nineteen, right? And and one of the hardest, if you look at the fears that people have, like what's number like number? It's not number one is always public speaking, mm. right? Before yeah. they're afraid of anything else, it's speaking in public. Yeah, that's actually uh, in a lot of polls that. It's before, before death. death. Yeah, yeah. It's, it before, it's before death. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. before like the great yeah. unknown. They're like, I just really don't want to have to like speak out loud in front of a room full of people whom I know or don't know. Yeah. Um, to just have the guts to go up there, you know, right. that's a bar- That's a barrier that you know you, you you're gonna have to drive through that with a cement truck. Like that's the only way to get through that. And then to have, so then to have then to break down the barrier of them being a, the fear when once the fear is gone, now they have to um. Literally, and and I mean, it's very hard for for people to, especially kids, to just be honest. Yeah, mm. yeah, and I don't like coddle a lot, and I think that a lot of you the, don't say. I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> that sometimes you know, the kids come to the poetry group and they want me to be like, oh, that's okay, you know, that's you okay. can rhyme, that's fine, and I, I yeah, <laughs> I want I want more to the story, you know, like I want I want to go deeper. Tell me more about the story, okay? And when they see that I'm not really phased by the shock value things that they're putting in front of me, I gain their trust, you know, yeah, in a little bit, I think. Um, but that was a burp. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't have anything a- prophetic. It was just deep. <laughs> My kids have perfected the eye roll. They're very good at the eye roll. Um, you know. Did, wait, you had a t- What's the wait? Is that this? That. No, just that like. Oh, fuck. 
I don't want to go up on stage again. She's going to fucking make me go up on stage. And then I make them go up on stage like five times or, you know, they, they all have these poems that they're very well known for. Like audiences have begun to recognize these poems, which are some of my favorite poems as well. And the kids seem to hate these poems. Like all the poems mm-hmm. I really love, they hate. So when I say. <laughs> it's like Van Halen going like, I am not playing Panama again. I was yeah. just, I was just going <laughs> to say, it's like every band not wanting that's to play exa- their greatest yeah, hits. Basically. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Like on Friday night at the, um, the MC, the hip hop showcase, um, Olivia Romano wanted to read her new poem about Medusa. And on the way there, I kept saying, I don't think you should do that. I think you should do this poem that you wrote about addiction. I think it would go over really well with the crowd. And she kept saying, I'm not fucking doing that poem. I'm sick of that poem. And four times before she got on the stage, she's like, Katie's going to make me do that poem. She's going to make me do the poem. She's going to make me do yeah. the poem. I don't so want like to. within five minutes of her supposing, supposing to go on stage, she comes over and she's like, I'm fucking doing that poem. You're right. It's the one I should be doing. You know, that's what she said to me. She got up, she did the poem. And Katie literally <laughs> pulled a feather out of her pocket and put it in her own hat <laughs> and it was amazing <laughs> I mean that's the, the other thing too is like you know um, back to you know I hate all artists which I don't but I say that because I think it's funny maybe I'm the only one that gets it but that's okay um, to see a lot of these kids um, progress is really amazing to see mm-hmm. um you know, and then and but they're so supportive of each other. Yeah, that's which is, which that's is the beautiful really, part. It's not, and it's not a like I don't, I don't like I can't speak for them, but I don't see it. I don't see this competitive aspect Mm-mm. amongst Mm-mm. them where it's no. like, you know, if, if anything's competitive, it's competitive to be like, well, all right, he or she just brought that up to a nine. I got to bring it up to a nine point two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like this this polite. What is it called when you? compete but you're not like out to kill each other come around friendly competition yes <laughs> <laughs> wow they all want to see use your second grade spelling words yeah they and do just be better at this i think mm-hmm. they all want well, I mean, they and, don't and, individually want to be well i maybe but they all want to collectively be better at it together and the thing and the, the other thing is is like you know i didn't have this growing up you know and and sure. and we've i think i think rich you and i have talked about this where i get pissed off at um you know, I have nothing against football players, but the football team gets the money before the band or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. So, so like there's no money yeah. in there for mm-hmm. like after school stuff, um, stuff like that. Like UNC, <clears throat> United Neighborhood Center is like we're, we're doing some stuff with them. They've just built, um, they refurbished this whole building and they put in like a recording studio, an art studio, photography and all this stuff for kids after school to have something to do. Because in today's climate, like you got parents with two jobs, mm-hmm. you don't know you don't know when mom or dad is going to be home, or you know sometimes there's a you know an addiction problem, or mm-hmm. just sometimes there's just neglect, right? You know it doesn't, or, or sometimes it's you know, and none of them are they're just things that they're just you know, bored. They want something to do that is or that or yeah. that you know what I mean, and yeah. and it's yeah. like and it's like you know to have somebody just give them an outlet for it is pretty incredible. And, and to have the courage to do it. I, I'd like to think, you know, whether you consider yourself an artist or not, everybody wants to express themselves in some form yeah. or another. Yep. You know, everybody oh, has yeah, something I think a, to I think say. A, I think there's yeah. a deep down desire. And if you don't think that, you just need to have yeah. a chat with Katie Wisnowski and she'll tell and, you otherwise. And those are the kids I look for. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I... I the other I, ones, fuck them. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's... Uh, I want you the and you and you and... 
and you play Angry Birds, so no. Yeah. <laughs> but it's in, like I can walk down the halls of the high school where I teach and I can see instantly like the kids that have that story that I want to go after. Um, is, this, is it like this weird poetry aura? Yeah, it's like I because I'm a Pisces, remember? Oh I, I can God. feel I'm part psychic. Read my sign. That's what it says. I'm not kidding. Just because you read it on the Internet doesn't mean it's true. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> Did you hear that? She can feel it in her bones. But in my classroom, the kid that sits in the There's back seat, <laughs> back row, oh back seat, they're always the most creative kid. And they always wind up joining the breaking ground. I don't know what it is, but it's that they, they want to sit the farthest away from me in my classroom. They, they want nothing to do with me. Because they, they don't want to make a wave. Mm-hmm. They don't want you know? anything to do with me. You know, the scholars always sit right up front. I will, mm-hmm. yep, if I don't pay attention to anybody, nobody's going to pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. All, the, all, my, all my kids have sat in the back row. Even Angelo? Angelo sat in the back row. Carrie sat in the back row. Grant Turbush sat in the back row. Grant. I think Grant might have thought he was in the front row, row, but that's (laughs) that's just Grant. (laughs) Like all all these creative kids, they, so as soon as I start a new year, I look for the back. John Belushi? No. Like, I think Timothy Leary came back as Grant. Mm. And it has nothing, it has nothing to do with like, anything it's just grant is very like earthy did you uh, he, i have a good grant story Can I i'd just... love to hear it so do when you know, we... do you know grant um uh, don't think i do grant's in london force with okay. angelo okay he's the one um he's the other male vocalist hmm. yeah so there's grant shannon and angelo but okay grant yeah i know london force very so, talented okay. musician yeah grant's very always the guy philosophical. Yeah, grant's <laughs> just like but he's great because on the, one side he could do like a fart joke and on the other side it's like but if you think about like the echoes and the sound <laughs> yeah, waves, that's and totally like, Jesus, the right. only man that yeah. can pair a dress shirt with Adidas ripoff. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Grant, wait, you go, Grant. What are you wearing? He goes, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, He's like all right. <laughs> Had a big smile on his face. Yeah. So who dressed you a toddler? <laughs> when we went to Chicago the very first year, I took them to Youth Speaks with the van. Um, Grant and one of the other um, kids who went as Entourage did not stay in the dorms with us because it was cheaper for them to just buy um, like a weekly pass to stay at the local hostel, <laughs> so which was like a block or two down the street. They sell passes at hostel. <laughs> yeah, it was cheap. It was like seventy five bucks. Chicago's I went in and made sure all the rooms were okay. Just a subway station. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago hostel. So the buy. night before we are scheduled to go, and we were leaving at like six thirty the next morning. This is Saturday night. We were outside with all of the youth and they were like playing, you know, guitars. The and before you're scheduled to bongos. come back. Correct. Yeah. Okay. To leave Chicago. Sorry. Um, and I said to Grant, because Grant is notorious for being late. I said, you cannot be late tomorrow morning. You're going to have to get up at five o'clock, walk down here and be outside with all of your luggage by 6.15 for fancy when our van. Fancy sweatpants or no fancy sweatpants. Uh-huh. He's like, I got it. They call me Lady Catherine. He's like, I got it, Lady Catherine. I got it. I was like, Grant, I am serious. So we all went to bed maybe at like 2.30 in the morning. I get up first. I go outside. It's like 5.30 in the morning. Grant slept outside of our dorm room on his guitar case. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. With his luggage, like his duffel bag as a blanket. And I was like, I poked him. I was like, Grant, did you sleep here last night? And he said, you told me not to be late. And I take what you say very seriously. <laughs> oh he also didn't want to be left at the Chicago yeah, hostel either. I was so impressed. I was like, you can come every Wait, year. Did he sleep in the hallway of the hotel? No, he was literally outside on the concrete in front of the dorm room. I need to ask, where in Chicago were you? University of Chicago? We were at the University of Chicago. Oh. There were police okay. on the corners. I mean, this was the time when- Grant wouldn't care. 
Yeah, Grant, he really wouldn't care. But like, Grant would be in Watson. He'd just be like, this is a good place to nap. <laughs> because there was a lot of violence, which is why they chose to have it in Chicago, because there was this whole youth anti-violent <laughs> it movement. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. We had a week of peace. We the, the theme Congo. of the festival was peace. Did anyone get shot? No, but no. we heard a lot Not of police the sirens. festival, but... No, mm-mm. But they were honoring, the opening ceremonies were honoring a lot of the youth um, who had lost their lives that year to gang violence. Vice, Vice, do you watch Vice on YouTube? Mm -mm. Vice did a great thing about Chicago gangs. Today, not like Al Capone days. Mm -hmm. So if you want to... Check it out. I'm just letting you and the rest of the world know that that's possible. Got it. Okay. Say to shoe. (laughs) Papa? Oh, God damn. (laughs) You've been saving that for a while. I I was waiting. Yeah. It's every time I look at her. And then like this shrill, just chill comes up my back. What is it about that word? I don't know. It's I know really it's about creepy. That word. It's like when women bring their babies into the office, I feel the same way, sick to my stomach. <laughs> so in a way too, you know, it gives these these kids. I'm glad you didn't comment on that. I'm glad what? You what? Like, I think it's like the fear of being a parent right now. It just wouldn't be smart. I get it. Yeah, Bailey dropped letters off at my house last week and my kids were there and they're like, oh, hi, who are you? And she's like, I have to get out of here. (laughs) Wow, we're we're getting really psychological on this side of the room. Bailey, you're the best, worst person ever. I was no pair once and the kids told me every day how good I wasn't at it. How they were like, you're not very good at this, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Best form of birth control ever. Flip's walking into Katie Wisnowski's house on a Monday oh, yeah. night. They're like watching SpongeBob and screaming. I was there for like five minutes. She's like, "You want to hang out? Yeah, I gotta get get home. I gotta go home and, and live alone." And the, <laughs> and the pregnancy photo. <laughs> I don't know if my parents aren't like didn't love me or whatever, but like we don't have like a lot of pictures in my house. But Katie Wisnowski like really likes to take family photos. Do you really? We have a big wall. But there are every house is a big crazy. wall. There are artistic photos. What's a wall for except for pictures? Yeah. I thought it was to help your roof stay on. <laughs> those are just load-bearing walls. To help your that's a wall. Not every wall is load-bearing. Some walls are decorative. I guess like the it's bloids, a fucking wall. The bloids are just not photogenic. Like I have my one hot senior year picture and then that's it. The only nice picture. Just so your whole family under the bus? Yeah, absolutely. Funny. And then um Katie Wisnowski has like every like Imagine this whole room was just full of pictures. Like, oh, it's not. No, bad. it's not that it's bad, not is it? It's not that bad. It's, it's just pretty one wall. You go home and give me a panorama. And you're, if I give you it, you're going to put it on Instagram. I am not. I promise. Because of this one photo. It's so funny. I don't want to talk about I'll it. I'll just bring it home to my girlfriend and be like, and be like look. Look <laughs> how bad it could be. We could no, be they're this. Cute. They're fine. When Angela and Carrie house sat for me, they sent me this photo and they're like, what is this? What is this room? <laughs> What's this? It's like Dorian What's Gray. This? What's this? Yeah. Oh, I know that song. Now th- these kids, do they do uh, the the poetry readings around the area and stuff too? Do they uh, do they uh, hit up any of those, or is that because it, there's it seems to be that's mostly adults? For the- yes, yeah, which is another reason why I started the Breaking Ground is because we don't really have anything for youth, um, you know, youth writers around here, so it was kind of an outlet for them. So yeah. they really can't go to any of the open mics. So like, because a lot right. of them are over twenty one. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, there's one in Wilkesbury, but again, a lot of these kids it's hard for them to leave Tunkhannock and go into the city as they call it mm. because with the, with the rural community, their parents don't want to necessarily they're working or they can't get them somewhere or, you know, right. So it's hard for them to get to places. Mm. And then Katie shuffles them down. She'll find a way. Yes. She's like, what was the last time? She's like, everyone's there and I'm 15 minutes away. 
Oh, you, mean, like, ev- you mean every event? Yeah. <laughs> <Not> just- <laughs> well, now that I have an intern, I can't. Where are you? Bailey's out. knocking. I'm like, <laughs> we're, I'm not supposed to be here yet. <laughs> I'm going to wait till the last possible moment because I'm going to be here all night. I don't have kids, so I can show up whenever I feel like it. Bailey, yeah. you and I both, neither one of us. Mark will get those like 1230 at midnight text messages. We need to do this tomorrow. Yeah, most of my responses to her text messages are, huh? <laughs> or like, what? Because Katie's like, oh, we should, you know what we should do? We should do this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Did you know that there's an app that you can use that will send back Drake lyrics for what you're thinking? No. I'm going to start doing that to Katie Wisnowski. <laughs> I think but you know really what the thing it. is like so like I, I say that like in a joking manner but for some reason like whenever she's around I'll be the one going like okay you know what we should do yes he is and I'm like and mm-hmm. I catch myself and I'm like god damn it like if I turn back I'm a hypocrite so I have to keep going yeah so there's like right. three things I'm really going to be holding him accountable for within the next year she will never let it go mm-hmm. good you have to hold him again. no mm-hmm. no one will. else will mm-hmm. Connor O'Brien is the one who said it best where he's like he Maybe about me. I don't. I only go to the event if you demand it. <laughs> if you're like you, I I need you there. Uh-huh. I will be there. If you if you say I want you there, uh-huh. I'm gonna be watching Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. So if it, you just gotta go. I need you there, and I'll be there. Okay. Excellent. I will drop everything. Because I I find like the 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 old the older poets, the rest of the 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 poetry community around here, it's it's all so scattered, and mm-hmm. I feel like uh, there's not a lot of unity involved. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems yeah. that there's these little pockets, yep. and um and they're they're kind of circular, where yeah. it's it's kind of the okay, this group hangs out here, and these groups hang out yeah. here, but they never really meet in the middle yeah. at any point. Like maybe one or two every once in a while will jump to one, one another person's reading or another mm-hmm. person's open mic or something. But for the most part, I don't feel like there's a lot of, you know, togetherness yeah. in, in those terms. And I feel like that needs to change. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I feel that way too myself. Um, and sometimes I feel like I could be doing a much better job at getting out to the events. Um, I'm so busy with teaching though. But I feel the same way that there are pockets of these great um, artists and open mics and people don't support each other. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, if, if they just don't know about the other, the other ones right. or if they're just, they they feel comfortable and safe. So they don't want to leave that, that circle, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that, that's, that's another tough thing too, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just getting people to leave that comfortable circle. I mean, you know, it seems like you guys don't have a problem getting people to come to your events and, and to get, you know, obviously you're going to have, you know, friends and family and things like that that are going to support the kids and stuff like that. But I mean, the crowds are usually pretty, pretty good. And, and uh, you know, people are coming to actually see poetry in the area, which I think is just, you know, revolutionary in itself, you mm-hmm. know, getting people to, to, to try it because I've never found, I, 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 and I'm sure you get this reaction all the time. People will say, well, I'm not into that. I don't like it, whatever guys like this guy over here. Yeah. And hey, then uh, I'm reformed. Then afterwards they exactly, they're yeah. reformed. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. I can't believe that was so good. You yeah. know, like, do you get a lot of that? A lot. Yeah. A, a lot. Yeah. Um, people Basically that, everyone. yeah, people that come out um, either to see, you know, a kid or someone drag them to it, as they say. And then at the end, I get every, every event, someone comes up to me and says, that was so much better than what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are so talented. Like people have come up to me to say that some of the kids are more talented than some of the adults. Mm -hmm. And I can see it because when I was their age and even now, I mean, the kids are far more talented than I am. Mm -hmm. 
But I, I want to know what what is their frame of reference? That's what I, like what, where does this bias come from? Like these people who say, well, you know, I didn't think it was going to be this good, or I didn't know it was going to be like this. Well, what did you think it was going to be like? Like, where are these horrible poetry readings and these horrible poets on like television or or yeah. wherever? That like, where are they getting this this yeah. idea, this stereotype that like poetry isn't good or that uh-huh. you know these performances aren't going to be powerful? That mm-hmm. you're not going to connect to them. I don't I don't even understand where that comes from. I think a lot of it goes back to high school when they are taught poetry in their English classes and they get just like a brief glimpse of it, and a lot of times it's like a dead white man on page. Age, mm. and they don't realize that poetry is still this like it's just a picture yeah this yeah. well this like <laughs> breathing living vessel um, right. and we have so many great contemporary poets mm-hmm. that are performance poets and even page poets but you know once it's taught in high school no one goes back to revisit it so they hear poetry and they think oh pinky up drinking tea and we're gonna be talking very scholarly cold water creek cardigans yeah. um i mean i grew up um not in an urban area, but in a very cultured area. And even then, like, I thought I was like, new. I thought my teachers were hip. I thought they were really helping me out. I didn't hear about John Sands or Anise until I was in my senior year of college. How sad is that? I was. I think I know why. Just dawned on me. Tell us. So Katie hit me up. September, October. For the very first time? No, 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 no. Of last year. And you're like, hey, come speak to my class. Mm. Um, yeah, beginning of the year, because you came to talk about success. Okay. And you so, brought Mark in? Oh, that's where you went. Yeah. For that day? Uh-huh. <laughs> Was everyone else busy? Yeah. <laughs> he got he arrived at like uh seven fifty. <laughs> Second week of school. Mm. I was on time. You were? And Angela was there and Carrie were there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know me, I'm an egomaniac. So I was, she she goes, um, was it you got Angelo or was it, did I ask Angelo? Cause I didn't want to go alone. That was like the girl going to the bathroom. I had asked Angelo because I wanted three people that okay. did not choose a four year college. <clears throat> um, so how many, how many periods were there? Seven? I teach seven. I have about 150 some kids. After the third period, I realized that it's the same thing over and over again, every period. And I didn't know if I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just me being in high school again for one day. And then when I got out of there, I, number one, I had an absolute new respect for <laughs> teachers. Um, but then I called up my mom <laughs> and I'm like, mom, is this what every day is like? And she's like, oh yeah. So, I mean, to see like my mom, you know, I have a, I have a lot of people, close people who are, who are educators and to go through it any day and try to do something after, after school is a journey in itself. It's, it's like, it's like trying to move Mount Olympus. <laughs> so to see you, so, so to do you do, see you do that mm-hmm. and still have like the air in your lungs and the, and the blood running through your veins to keep doing it. Like, and the pants on and the yeah. not for paj- now and then not pajamas on. <laughs> <laughs> but like, seriously, like at like three o'clock, I'd be like tuned out. I'd be mm-hmm. like, I just mm-hmm. want to go mm-hmm. Calgon, take me away. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, at the beginning of the day, period like A, for you. <laughs> you, you're you like um, having that, you know, um, Professor Keating moment where you're standing on the deck, desks and, uh, yeah. oh, captain, captain, my, my captain. captain. Yeah. And then by the end of the day, like you're period like, I, I'm like, flash. Professor Snape. <laughs> you know? <laughs> There's a huge change. And it always happens that that period I, I am the worst teacher and I get the kids that do not, like they are 
crawling the walls to get out of the classroom. She goes from Dead Poet Society to Patch Adams real quick. Yeah. <laughs> They're still good kids. Nice, but. Bailey. <laughs> At your cervix. <laughs> just that crazy uh, yeah I think that's like always my selling point for the kids was I never had this so you better use it to you got a teacher that's willing oh my to god you know what it, and, it. and you know what it is and not like to blow more smoke but you know it's a gift mm. you know what I mean so don't you know if somebody's offering you something for free that could you know your change your life your voice is a gift yeah, I use don't know. it that way thank you I'm gonna remember that it, it is true. Thank you. It is trying though. Like period I today, we had a quiz and I had one student that I, you know, I just needed to come out of the room. So I was like, go take a lap around the school. And he's like, <laughs> I'll time you. Seriously? And I was like, yes, make it a slow one. And, uh, you know, his classmates are like, can we go for a lap when he gets back? And I was like, no, he's going to be gone a while. Slow lap. He's, he's, he's doing it. He's monkey rolling through it. Yeah, because it's hard, you know, as teenagers and they're all 10th graders, it's hard as teenagers to go through seven periods of the day where you're sitting in a desk. I apologize to every teacher I know. It's just just for my former self, the way I behaved. That's how difficult it is. I don't know. I don't know if you have rich up there about success. Yeah, you should come up and meet my kids. Yeah. The three of us. Yeah. We'll podcast. You could do a podcast (laughs) in my classroom. Success is a very malleable word. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, but, but some... I mean, Mark got to go, so how hard it could have been. <sighs> That's true. And those kids loved Mark. Mark kept making it... So each month we have like what up? focus questions for our units, and the kids have to write down like outside connections. And it incurs once. And quotes. Wow. That's oh, correct. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that every month thus far, Mark has had a quote that he said from the beginning of the year, make it up on those focus questions. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you guys, you guys just look at me as like the douche nozzle sitting over here drinking a Mountain Dew, talking like the way I am. That's all right. You said it, I didn't. You, that's correct. What, that's what they liked. Papa? I know. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> there was, do you remember the one girl? She turned, like literally turned around and this was before I even knew any of them in the middle um, of your like Q&A and she said, I heard earlier in the day that we had like a guest presenter coming in so I immediately thought, oh my God, this is going to be so boring. Nap time. Do you remember her? She, no, but I would have kicked her. And she said, and she She's turned, no she turned around and she said, but this guy is so cool. Thank you for bringing these people in. Really? Yes. You All guys, right. You guys aren't. It's big. Well, My ego right now is huge. Put it away. <laughs> is this a good time to remind you about that video that we're going to shoot with the breaking ground? <laughs> hmm? This is a perfect time. <laughs> yes. Please. Say to this free service you're going to give us. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever you want. When I have, have time. We have that now. <laughs> oh, you, you have a recording of is that Is this now. where I say you will do it, yeah. Papa? Oh. <laughs> Papa? You can just, right, you can just you get, play that part over get, and over if again. If you get in touch with my girlfriend and unknowingly to me, uh-huh. if you can somehow get it to my girlfriend uh-huh. that I have to do it and uh-huh. she has to tell me that I have to do it without <gasps> me intervening. In the video. Without mm. me intervening. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> don't say that. Um, then I'll do it. Okay. She should be in the video. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> You'll figure it out when you get there. We're going to ask people for money and we're going to oh, use yeah, yeah, yeah. children's faces to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. With parents' permission, of course. <laughs> <laughs> With Correct. that permission slip that we keep talking about. And some great theme music and some poems. Mm. I Oh, you know what? I have a cool way of doing that. Yeah. Just thought about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I'll do it. It'll be fun. Can we do it like on an evening? 
Sure. Okay. They're all going to be here on Saturday. Not Saturday evening. Just uh, evening. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You we're tried. Do, but we're doing we'll the workshop there. beforehand, right? Uh-huh. The performance workshop and then pizza and a little film. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then... Slam. At 6.30. 6. Yeah. And I have a hip-hop guy who's going to um, feature in the beginning for about you 15 minutes. tell me that. Isaiah. Is Polo? Oh, no. Polo. And, and oh. What, what date is that? This is Saturday night. This Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 4th at 6 o'clock. So he's just going to feature for about 15 minutes. Remember? I told you. No. <laughs> Isaiah, remember? No, I, I know Isaiah. I like Isaiah. I think Isaiah is very talented. I just, you just tell me. I, I need to prepare for things like this because there's certain plugs that need to go in certain places to make certain things work. Well, she's oh. telling you now. So. Thanks okay. for the heads up. You're welcome. And remember, you're hosting. What? And I think that we should dress up. What, like, like as Captain and Tennille? Like, why would we do that? <laughs> like Lady Pants. Like, up. it's the last slam of the season. We should get fancy. Get your tux out, Mark. I don't have ready. one. This is as good as you it don't gets. own a tux. Why don't no. you? You should went wear to a this. seminar at Tunganic High School about <laughs> yeah. success, and you don't own a tuxedo. He wore, I wore, I wore, he wore jeans and asked when he could go for a smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but at least I asked. He did. <laughs> and just go. I'm out smoking. But like, yeah. like, get your. But I, wouldn't that be now? cool if we dressed up and what got all fancy? Wear? Maybe you could get a T-shirt that's like one of those tux-looking T-shirts. <laughs> Not doing that. Okay. I'll try. Yeah, but that means we have to be in that get up that monkey outfit since noon. For like seven hours. I'm not doing that, We could just change, just like red carpet. I love how I have these- Who the hell goes to a red carpet (laughs) event and changes? I love how I have these delusions of grandeur in my mind. This is what happens. This is- Artists. I know a guy who can get a red carpet. (laughs) I don't need a red carpet here. But you do though for Saturday night when we change costumes. And then the DJ is coming in at ten for the dance party. Or you should get those. What the, you should get those Katie. lights. I'm kidding on that part. You need to tell me these things. No DJ. I'm gonna I, have a. But yeah. you have a, like you a, do need to prepare for the hip hop artist. He's awesome. <laughs> he is good. He is good. He's gonna be my no, new. Um, so number number artist. one, he's a great. Person. He's a great. Well, I was gonna say number one, he's a great talent, but number two, he's a he's a he's a very genuine individual. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's person. Isaiah. He will be here at 6.30 on Six Saturday. O'clock. 6 o'clock. Uh-huh. So doors are at 5.30? Doors are at 5.30. He's going to perform for 15 minutes, and then we will start the competition. Okay. And can I make- <gasps> You should be the sacrificial poet. <laughs> I'm going to go up and do Aiden's One Direction haiku. You totally yeah. should, because I don't have a sack poe yet. He was rich. Do you want to be the sacrificial poet? He's just, he's already like, I'm, uh, uh, you gotta be quicker food. on your feet when Katie asks you to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, she's I like, have a she, death in the family. I think I can do it. This is a Saturday, right? This I, Saturday. I think I can do it. So, Katie's one like poem. a hawk. What is out of a the sacrificial sky. poet? The sacrificial poet warms up the judges. So, they deliver a poem before the actual slam competition starts, mm. and the judges score just so the judges can see how scoring works. Okay. Do you want to be the second? Do you want to I'm do a group be piece? I'm going to be in New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> see? See how quick on her feet she was? Well, yeah, you didn't, she even, you didn't even have like a motion there. You were like the T-800. You were just That's like, she was I'm not going to be out of town. I would be in New Jersey. <laughs> just like um, this past weekend. I need you to close your boots on your motorcycle. I was just in New Jersey. Yeah. We had two big events this past weekend back to back. And I decided to get my uh, teeth examined that weekend. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You got to plan ahead. Have you ever heard in your life somebody who like really happily concurred with <laughs> th- the destination of New Jersey? I love it. I was in New Jersey this weekend too. I, 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 like, was, yeah, I was there this weekend. These people have never been in New Jersey. It's a weird before. state. No, it's not. No, it's, it's a exactly. really weird state. What part of the state are you referring to? 
all of it? That's Most not, of your that's counties a, end in sex. That's a horrible gen- generalization no. because each county. I know is it's a generalization, different. and it's unfair. We'll go for a ride. You've never eaten a bagel before in your life. You Entenmans. haven't. I'm going to bring no. back some wow, of the bagel house. Wow! What an insult house. to. I can't talk anymore. We're done. Hand rolled bagels. When yeah. they run out, they're done. They close their shop. Yep. I, I wish I could do that. That by noon will be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw Chappy. Poetry and bagels. Yeah. That's my Do favorite. not even start. I up. like it. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't that be good? Well, that would them. be good. See, this is my excuse. Yeah. I'll go home to New Jersey. I'll get all the bagels that we need, and then I'll come back like right before the event starts. I also think that and we should I will do get all like, the bagels that we will ever need. <laughs> Just give me seven hours. I think since April is National Poetry Month, uh, this is again power of suggestion that we should do a flash mob poem poetry. Thing, poem okay. in a public place. Mm. Oh, that's a good Wouldn't idea. Wouldn't that be cool yeah. if we got a whole bunch of what it, if like you did a flash bringing all of these? Place. <laughs> yeah, no. I think that might be a better idea concerning the insurance. And private, private place meaning Mark's apartment just at like four in the morning. Like, and we are here and we are ready to go. I'm watching Star Trek. <laughs> speak away, but speak slowly. Uh, that might be really funny though to interrupt his television mm-hmm. watching. Yeah. What? Interrupt yeah. my television watching? Yeah, just break into your house. I get and... real cranky, man. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think that's good. All cool. right, real quick, truth or dare? Truth. What's your secret talent? Convincing people to do work for her. I already told you. Mind manipulation. I am a Pisces and I'm part psychic. <laughs> that was so, I forgot about that. Was that on your gum wrapper? Yeah, it's those Truth yeah, or Dare do, gum wrappers. Yeah, they do Truth or Dare now. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. There's usually two of them. Do you want to do a dare? I'll give you a dare. You want a dare? Okay. According to five gum, <laughs> eat lunch with someone you've never spoken to. I, I, I'm a reporter. I do that all the time. <laughs> he does it for a living. Next question. Okay. Yeah. Um, listen to your heartbeat in a silent room. These are actually really good. Or is it just me? Listen I'm, to no, you. I'm not deep I at like all. the stranger one, but couldn't that set yourself up for like legality? Women can't do that. Or I can, yeah. You can do that. Unsafe With, like, situations. With supervising. Yeah. Women do that all the time. I do that all the time. Oh, it's okay. called Match.com. <laughs> it's called J-Date. Yeah. Yeah. Or Christian Mingle. Do you know why women oh. do it? This is what I hear. This is, I'm not sure. I don't want to generalize again. So I've heard women tell me that they want the free meal. Mm. I want the conversation and the witty repertoire. Give and me. the cheeseburgers in bed. I usually end up paying, but I can expense it. <laughs> <laughs> I just did my taxes. It was all tax deductible. It's business expense. The meals that you bought for men? For strangers. Not just not just men. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't claiming. <laughs> there was that. a beekeeper in Albuquerque. She was great. Oh, and you guys oh, went on your trip. Cool. Yeah, that's okay. That Lots counts. Of strangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were all strangers. I like talking to strangers too. I love talking yes, to strangers. Do. I do. You you're like a detective. That could be my secret talent. That you're a forensic stranger talker. Yeah. Yes. I'm good at talking, and then you get that you feel them out. We should do that. You should. You and I should go around and talk to strangers and have Mark follow us around with a camera in okay. secret, and we'll start a show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Called Stranger Danger. <laughs> yes. And it's not like, <laughs> and the stranger is supposed to emphasize the danger. It's the it's the adjective to danger. So so it's stranger it'll be, danger. It'll be a little bit ambiguous as mm-hmm. to which who's in danger when and yes. who, or who's stranger. Yeah. 
I like yes. that uh-huh. concept. There we go. Mm-hmm. And now we just made millions. And then out of nowhere, there will be a poetry flash mob. That's fine. How does that work? Well, um, you start with one verse and then... Oh, that's just exhausting. Two people join in. That's and then like all the opening of a sudden, of the Chinese it's like, Olympics. you know, 10 people are doing a group piece. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Papa? Stop it! You don't have to do anything. You just have to have your door unlocked. So should we mention anything else about the, the event? Uh, and then we'll go into the last word. Anything else? Um, doors are at 6. Mm-hmm. Shows at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Doors at mm-hmm. 6.30. Doors are at 5.30. Shows at 6. Wow, I was wrong twice in a row. Five. Three times, actually. Yeah, yeah you're Three five. times in a row. I'm out. Go ahead. $5 donation at the door. Fancy dress. It's our last... <laughs> Black Ladies, tie. get your pantsuits on. It is our last slam of the season. So the last chance you can hear uh, BGP Youth on the stage until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the money raised will be going to uh, support the Dialogue Arts Project, which is our youth festival happening in June. Um, which you can find May. It was May. May. It was May. It's happening it's in May. May. Boom, it's your thing. Mm. Um, which you can fill out the application for if you're a youth online and then your answers are right there on the internet for everyone to see only me oh I did you like do a google thing i did a google doc i love how i i said to you i Katie, need to set Katie up a form asked me to fill it out for her just to see if it worked and my answers but i saw my answers and i was really embarrassed i felt really bad yeah you can get to see for only yourself your answer, or only like your for answers. Well, because i was like wait can everyone see these and they were like it's like for a lot of them you just had to go through she's like fill it out really quickly to uh-huh. just see if it worked and a lot of them i was like your mom your mom your mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. And then she's like, "What song defines your life?" And I, I think I was like, "I got my mind set on you, my George Harrison." It's a great tune, man. It's a good music video too. A good song. I felt really proud of myself because I originally texted you and I said I need to create a um, a document that the kids can fill out online for this youth festival. And you said, "Oh God, that's gonna take forever. That's like a huge process." And then I made one on Google Docs. I wasn't aware of that. Within twenty minutes, Why? and I I texted you. No, I thought you wanted to do like a PDF that you like <laughs> type in and. I felt really proud, like I had accomplished something. Because then when I texted you back, I was like, "Boom, yeah, I got it done. Excuse it's me. live." And it See, Katie, great. what you need is people to say no to you. <laughs> Why were you asking a man in the first? Because place? I wanted him to do it for me. Uh, this is like uh, I'm you like, have so much to learn. My friend tells me I'm a three on the Kinsey scale, so I don't know if that's if I'm a man <laughs> or where I slide. But you know, don't ever feel afraid of me, Bailey, just because I'm a, just because I pee stand up. I never feel afraid of you. Okay, good. Not in any moment <laughs> have I ever. I'm so ever un- been afraid of you. Fear inducing that it's Papa. <laughs> <laughs> that's See? why you're warm and friendly. I'm like a big that Google Docs is great though for everybody for everybody all the kids that want to do it I can't believe how easy it was like but then I realized everyone could see my answers only you you can only see your answers unless you make it was... public yep. oh okay do you, I hope you still have it on private <laughs> your mom <laughs> I thought I, I accidentally I was... clicked a button and I was just <laughs> <laughs> I was the one who set it up I, I don't remember seeing a button for public or private Lauren's I, I you're grinning like a like a I have to go back in and look yeah just look at look at the share options at the end of the form okay mm. oh yeah don't hit public I don't think I hit that there's a little button that says whether or not you want to share the the field values with other participants okay. of, of the uh, okay. form and as to whether or not somebody can refill out the form after Katie's the gonna check that as soon as this is okay. oh my god 
I can't even imagine. I think a lot of them are doing paper copies. I have um, about 10 or 15 kids from Western Wayne that are coming mm. that want to come. Oh, and the um, you got to get me the... Uh, oh, yeah. You need to follow up with those schools this week. Yes. Sorry. Just, just for the record on the podcast, mm. I've been the one reminding you. <laughs> I sent the information Correct. in the mail. <laughs> hey, wait, you already sent it? I did. It's sent in the mail. You're going to do the follow up. I was going to hand deliver it. I know. And then I you could. told me that they'd think I was a terrorist. <laughs> mm. Because I asked you how you were going to go in and meet the teachers. And you said, I'm just going to walk in there like I you own the place. You just walk in the school. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's buttons that you have to hit and badges have, you need to wear. Sometimes fingerprints. No, you really can't. But I'm not. I'm not on like an FBI list. Like I can knock. Like the school's not on lockdown <laughs> when I show up there. I mean, you'll how do be they able, get bread? You'll, <laughs> you'll be able to go to the front office if that's where you want to drop it off, but you won't be able to go into the actual school. I understand that. It seems like you don't, though. It seems no. Like <laughs> I understand that. Oh, so, like tomorrow, you can go to those three schools if you want. No, I can't because I have work to do, and you have nothing for me to hand out. So I look like it's a already crazy there. Transient. They received them already. Yeah. Oh, hey, did you get that package from Katie Wisnowski? And they're like, "Who is that?" And You're I'm going to go. Trust me. <laughs> I'm wearing a skull cap. Yeah. Here I am. Open wait, your wait, door. Wait, What's one, for lunch? Let me in. One quick rant story. Katie asked me to come to Tunkanic. I did the proper paperwork, filled it out. I showed up. It was like basically the summertime, really wearing light clothing. And Grant shows up with a tweed jacket on, just like yes, he would. drenched in sweat. And he's like, where's your tweed jacket, Bailey? And I was like, oh, I thought that was a joke. Like, <laughs> I thought you were kidding. He's so June. sincere, man. He's the <laughs> yeah, most. He, he might be the most genuine guy in the world. He's very, very mm. good guy. He's amazing. Okay, want to do the last word? This sure. is a segment where where we where we uh, talk about something. <laughs> okay. So no, something from like the website or, mm. or oh, you know, okay. uh, we 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 read reader comments and get feedback and things like that, and we kind of <laughs> you know talk about or debate something that you know people are talking about on the site and uh, narrow-minded open-minded stuff like that right well since since we uh i mean i hate to repeat ourselves but screwed the pooch yeah no <laughs> nobody heard it last week so i figured since a lot of people talked about this uh last week and can i tell you something was i was i was so heartbroken last week that i f i forgot what this was <laughs> so i don't know what we're going to talk about right now great well then it'll be fresh to you then you guys can keep you guys can still participate Yes. Oh, we're allowed to? Yeah, of course. Katie, Katie just like took seven Xanax and just rolled over. <laughs> no, I can confirm that Katie did not just take seven Xanax. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you. She got real comfortable. She's did like, you see how I did that though? Like I immediately fixed the situation, but then yes, I'll you, screw up five more times this week. You're like her secret service. No. I'm going to okay. try not to wear a mom sweater on Saturday night. I like that sweater a lot though. It looks comfortable. I no, wear it's it. great. It's really great wool. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, recently, a uh, credit website uh, ranked Scranton the fourth most overindulgent city in the United That's States. Right. <laughs> uh, this was on badcredit.org. Now, um, the 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 uh, the debate of course the debate is whether or not you know uh this is this is accurate because uh they they do use real data but uh, it depends on what your definition of overindulgent man means so um so i'll read exactly what they they how they came to this conclusion 
using data from the U.S. Uh, Center of Disease Control's most recent <laughs> behavioral risk factors surveillance system survey and the 2014 State of Credit report from Credit Reporting Bureau Experian. Uh, they used four factors to analyze 105 metropolitan areas. The percentage of citizens considered obese, the percentage of citizens considered heavy drinkers, the percentage of citizens who smoke every day, and the average debt per consumer. Yes. Oh, sorry. I just I got all four. So we were only uh, we were only beaten by uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, <laughs> Great Falls, Montana, and Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, it's Mobile. 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 Oh, okay. It's mo- I don't think that's accurate, but it's, yeah, well, well, it's, Mobile, Alabama. It's, Mobile. A, it's a baker's dozen of a word. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's six and one half dozen the other. So <laughs> I never said I was intelligent. I said so, I said shit. Is this based on the average or the median percentages of obesity and smoking? And drinking and debt, right? The last well, the one's debt, debt, right? The debt was average. They specified average. Y- yes. Uh, the debt also does not include mortgages. They were very uh, specific about that. So, so it's so just credit cards. We're just talking card. about credit card and debt. student things, debt. Student mm-hmm. debt, okay. things like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and, and I think they're going by, by averages. Uh, you know, I don't, the thing that, the thing that, uh, like right off the bat, you know, and this is, this was the first comment that we got on it was, uh, Rob said, uh, uh, a guy named Rob says, uh, define indulge, you know, like what, what, okay. What do you, what do you mean by overindulgent? You know? And I, I, another guy, uh, Robert, I think, uh, said, said it pretty well, yeah, but don't the, don't the, don't the, the, the reasons that they cited, isn't that the definition like of food, indulgent drink? Right. Yeah, yeah. Food, drink. I mean, those debt. are the four things that they're looking at. So well, indulgent is kind of defined. Well, if you let Robert speak, maybe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think overindulgent is the right term for it. There are a hell of a lot of factors that go into bad behaviors that contribute to those issues. Average income, number on welfare, unemployment rate, education level, etc. Plus, there is such a thing as community depression, where a whole area suffers from constant lowering of self-value and esteem. The self-destruction behaviors of depressed people seem to mirror some of the problems the article cites. So I, I don't think it's so much what that definition is, but you know the reasons why. I think because overindulgent, when you think of that, automatically you think of seven deadly sins. You think of terrible people doing terrible things. Well, I thought of that Scranton is definitely not the, the fourth largest city of eating caviar and drinking champagne. That's what I thought. Of. <laughs> right, and then, yeah. yeah, and that that could be another yeah. definite. Well, you know, or that, not a port city. Uh, uh, yeah, you know that. <laughs> we do have seagulls somehow. I think maybe the word they wanted to use was. Um, I don't know if they wanted to use it because if they did, they would have. I think that the word that they wanted to use instead of maybe overindulgent would have been like, like spend like who was like the like the debt. Deadiest in the most debt. I like deadiest. Deadiest. Did you define that? Deadiest. I'll use it. I'll use it in a sentence. sentence. Scranton is the deadiest town there is. D e b t i e s t. Deadiest. That's good. Well, I mean, I okay. Now I remember talking about this. Um. Oh, this is when I I talked about coal and sound waves and we got harmonic that, yes. resonances and shit like that and when i thought of indulgences <laughs> i thought of uh like 14th century buying uh to pardon sins 
that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Too. Wait, oh, yeah, buying indulgences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. buying right. indulgences. The uh, they had to outlaw that. Yeah, but the but the problem is, is that you know. Oh, they still do it. They just don't call it that anymore. Um, it doesn't absolve you though, and the church acknowledges this. Yeah. The. I, I think a lot of the. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like you know, a lot of that rings true for a lot of the stuff that we do, especially the people we associate with. Don't you think that where it's where it's it's not overindulgent? It's just. Yeah. I think part of it is, and I and I love that phrase where it's a cultural depression, community yeah. depression, community, community depression. depression. Yeah. Um. I think, I think that's what it is around here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Two thousand eight hit, and you know what went up? Oh, beer and entertainment, like liquor sales and and movie tickets went up because people just want to escape from, you know, these, these, a lot of these people are living, you know, hand to mouth and, and there's nothing that they can do. I mean, by, by definition, you're going to have to be a little sad. Sure. And you're going to try to live a little bit outside. You know, what, uh, what did I say? I said, you know, happiness or wealth doesn't buy you happiness, but it makes the pain a little bit more bearable. So I think that's what people, I think people, I think people, Here's the other thing, too, is I think people live outside their means because they are forced to. I feel like I could turn this into a group poem. Like what you're saying could be a great poem for Brave New Voices. Well, it's going to be on the podcast. You can download it and you can cut it up any way you want. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. You, yeah, you can do a mixtape of a, a mashup of this, though. I am envisioning it as you're speaking. But, you're, but I mean, you, yeah, but you guys, I mean, I don't care. I don't care what city, borough, town, village, county you go to. I mean, especially in Northeast PA, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no yeah. where community you go. depression happens anywhere. It can happen in any yeah. community, and it, tends- it just it just it just feels like the fog here is thicker. You know what I mean? I mean, from an outside perspective, because I'm not originally from here. Neither I, is she. She's our. You oh, guys are right. our voice of reason. Thank you. It feels good to be <laughs> in the there- presence of New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I think because I mean, every town has a problems. But um, I think that coming in, it was just this. I've never met people that just felt more stuck. Do you know what I mean? So it's I've like, never it's like been concrete. In, it's like the sidewalks are made yeah. of glue. Like in my hometown, I have not a single friend that lives at home. Everybody's gone. No, but nobody. You're but alone. also, <laughs> but also, I live really close to Manhattan. I live really close to Philadelphia. So moving away from mom and dad is only forty-five minutes. It's not like Scranton where mm-hmm. you'd be three to four hours away. I'm only like three hours from D.C. So. What are you like in an airship above New Jersey? Like, how do you get to all these places yeah, the in 45 place minutes? In the world. Um, but you know what I mean? I feel like here I've never met a larger group of like, especially like youth. I don't know like how young it would go on your end, but like college students, a lot from this area. A yeah. lot of them were not had no plans of ever they were going to stay yeah. and that is not a that is yeah. not an option in my town yeah. oh they, so, no, so the, so the students the that you meet today high school are the, students yeah mm-hmm. like if you <clears> they think they're stuck here well also in my town they have no motivation to leave here well do they not, let's not use the word motivation do they have any uh, and prior knowledge of anybody well yeah, I mean uh, incentive that, I think that no, might have been because, the word I was looking I mean for. they think no, they've watched everyone else settle here, so they assume that they will settle here as well. But what's the difference between like my town and this town? There's there's no opportunities in the town that I'm from. There's not a lot of art. There's not a lot of business jobs. It's very hometowny, very mom and pop shops. There's not a lot of opportunities. That's why you got to go. You got to go to a different school. Oh, were, you ta- 
Were you taught that growing up? I think I, I mean, I was, I, I tell this <laughs> you need to everybody. To, you need to wake up. You, I'm tired. You, you no. need to work at, keep going. Um, <laughs> I was taught that um, it, your freshman day, you freshman of uh, high school, first day of freshman year, you sit in the auditorium and you watch a film about how if you don't go to college and if you don't like do this, this and this, you're a loser. Do you know what I mean? So it, you had to see that. We don't have we that saw here. That. We you that is Did drilled we? into you. No. Yeah, that is absolute. And I mean, there's positive and negatives to it, because in my high school, I know that um, I have a t- friend that teaches at Valley View. Bullying's a huge problem, a huge problem around here. I've never been bullied in my life. Not personality wise. Whatever. I have an older brother. But never just been, somebody being cruel to be cruel. Nobody. Because you want to know why? Because they were scared shitless that if they fucked up, if they did the wrong thing, if they spent their time building something, they were a loser. Those were like the losers in my high school. If it you was had time to competitive. Bully, yeah. If you if yeah, you if you were bullying, you didn't have t- you were not doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? I think that there's different problems at different schools, which lead to issues now. But in my high school there was I there was not a bullying problem. Ever. People people can tell me other like nobody and nobody else. Well, not maybe because you were on your high and mighty mountain looking down at everybody. Exactly. Look <laughs> at me. And you know what? I was even thinner in high school. But um, yeah, I think I think I believe that. I think that there is like but also. I mean, there's suicides here, but there is in three in the past, like six months in my high school, a kid's my age. Oh, really? Yeah. And I so think, it's almost like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. And I think that I mean, like what you said about the community depression. I think it's different in every town. Like every town has their issues. But in my high school, there was like nothing. It was if you did not do A, B, and C, you were a loser. On a sociological level, what ends up happening is the people that you surround yourself with push the level to which you're going mm-hmm. to expect to excel. So when you're in an extremely competitive environment, they push, 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 push. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's the status quo. So that's where you're where you're set mm-hmm. when you're in in a community that is so yeah. com, has community depression. Everybody expects to get to that certain level and then not cross that barrier, because once you've crossed that barrier, you're an outlier and you're different. You're an outsider and you're doing something different from everyone else around yeah. you. And you risk the 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 negative stigma of being different mm-hmm. by being Better, happier, better, yeah. better, <laughs> better whatever that is. It's no, a subjective word, better. right? Yeah. So it's like the, the classic example of being a smoker. You start smoking because why, why do you start smoking socially? Yeah, it's social. Your friends are doing it. It's cool. You want to be with everybody else. It happens. Then you get addicted, and then one day you quit, and then you feel bad because you can't go and hang out with your friends and smoke a cigarette. If only that was true. Oh, that's true for you. That's true for me. It's because I'm selfish. Because I was I can't, only thinking about me. <laughs> And I can't smoke with cigarettes with you anymore because I can't smoke because I am an addict. But that's but, <laughs> but going back to the topic. I mean, that's you know why are why are we still ranked up there with like there's a huge cancer percentage in this area, right? Comparatively to like to to the rest of the country, and you can't chalk it up to like cancer clusters where people have this idea that if you get fifty black M and M's, fifty white M and M's, throw them up in the air, some of them when they land, some of them are going to cluster well, together. I have a funny and that's the explanation question. for that. Why is my bath water red? Lipton. I don't know. The only thing yeah. I know is iced tea. Okay, like, I'm would, just going to throw that out there. Do, do you, <laughs> remind me of that story someday, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you real 
stupid story. I don't know if I want to know. But no, no, no. Okay. It's not dirty or anything. But but when, when you look at um, that, that's oh fuck! I don't know what this. So is. this goes back to that 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 conversation we were having about the the ground. Oh, so I heard an interesting theory on why everybody around here is so depressed. Mm-hmm. Not, and it's because the um somebody told me this last Saturday because the Earth has its own resonances and like sonic frequencies that like there's it keeps balance in the world like it's, it's the same philosophy behind like you know if you can get the right tone or something because everything has its own sonic resonance is that we're um because we're on a, a, a bed of coal and, sh- and shale and shit anthracite anthracite is that nothing gets through that it hits a brick wall so when the sounds and the sonic resonances come in that are supposed to give you joy and and harmony with the earth it gives you nothing back it gives you absolutely nothing back. So now you're stuck in like this pit. It's like it's like trying to run around in rice pudding. And you know what? I mean, it's a really weird analogy. I know it's really sad, but, you understood but it. Papa, shit. Everybody that's ever stuck out their neck for me, like Katie, like Amy Archer, uh, Jim Warner, anybody who's like been in this area before that stuck their neck out for me and tried to help me a lot, they've been like, "Don't get stuck here." That's the only thing that anybody says to me. You know what I mean? But nobody's ever said that to me at home. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what the strange thing about this area is? Is I think you know I I believe in you know maybe maybe you can agree to this or disagree to this. I believe in balance. I believe in like the yin and the yang of the universe. And it's very strange because, you know, we can, we're, we're quick to look at all these negative things. But then on the flip side, there's a lot of people who will break their back for you and you don't know what you did to deserve it. You know right. what I mean? So like the thing that we look yeah. at is we're all like, oh, everybody's miserable, blah, 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 hand job in the air and everybody's happy. And on the other end, there's people like, you know, I do stuff all the time where I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Right. Why am I helping this person out? I'm going to get, I have nothing. There's no intrinsic financial or any other reward for me. Mm-hmm. So and, you mean NEPACN.com? Because that's pretty much and, the and entire thing. And the breaking ground poets. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, I do it because I love all you guys. That's, that's, that's why right? I do it, you know, and I can't, you know, you love your family. You don't always like them, but I can't say no. Mm. Sure. You know, so I, maybe that's. Maybe there is some, some, you know. Is it also because you don't want to see like a new thing, like a fresh idea die too? <laughs> no. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go down rapid fire really quick with okay. just the rest of the comments because I just think some of them I think are all of us made sense. I think we did. Okay. We did. Uh, Bruce says uh, also ranked number one in fat zombies per capita as is he was uh, joking about the old article. Yeah. The (laughs) article the week before in which uh, apparently uh, the zombie apocalypse would consume Scranton within a month. Apparently we would last about a month. I think think you hit the hills. I think they're giving it too much time. (laughs) I think they're being generous. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so Alex says, uh, I don't get who comes up with these facts, quote unquote, uh, who are they questioning? Ask any bar owner, sales are down as far as mortgages and loans go. Sure. Our job market has slowly collapsed. However, the younger workforce is quote unquote, holding out for unrealistic jobs that don't exist. There are plenty of things to do and plenty of places to go work. If out of 70,000 plus people, you ask 50 to a hundred people, you're going to get different results depending on who you talk to articles like this make me wonder. 
wonder. Uh, Joe says uh, another interesting article, and he links to uh, another piece. It says, according to this, I have lived in uh, the number one least happy uh, American region, the number one happiest metro area, population of greater than a million, and uh, the number one unhappiest metro area, population of greater than a million. So it's interesting to hear from people I know have never lived anywhere but an EPA sing the praises of the area and dismiss any critique as negativity without having any experience of life outside the region. That's true, too. Uh, that's, yeah, that's another way to look at it. Uh, Jim says, uh, I've traveled to a lot of different areas over the years, uh, both inside and out of the country. Personally, as a transplant to the area and from my travels, I've noticed a trend. People in the northeast part of the country seem more bitter, rude, and generally offensive compared to people from the south and western parts of the country. Wait, compared to the yeah. south? Didn't yeah. somebody just get hung there last week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I'm, I'm with, then, then they just ban... I'm with you, know, you Mark. <laughs> I, I don't can, know... If, I don't know. I think I think the the southern hospitality thing was is, it Indiana depends on what that? color you are, but you know. Did Indiana just do that? <laughs> um, they just passed the bill where it was like, if we yes, suspect in, you of being gay, in Indiana, yeah, yeah, mm. and then a lot of people are boycotting that. That's it, that that's that's a whole other well, debate Mich- right Michelle there. Michelle Bachman's husband's got a problem. Uh, it, he said he he says even Midwest area is a little more hospitable than the Northeast, and uh, the outlook is generally happier. Um, nah, this guy's. Nah. Let's see. John says, uh, "Life is what you make it. You you choose to be miserable or you choose to be happy." End of story. Was that a plug from Nipa Scene? <laughs> <laughs> Did you pay that guy? <laughs> Which one? The last one you just read. All of them. Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> they're all me. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're <laughs> all him. Every comment is me. Yes. I don't think I've had like rudeness here. I think that people do not like me when I say that I'm from New Jersey. Do you feel that way? I I. F- mm. I feel that way sometimes. Ooh, you, you, you. There's a bit. There's a bit of a stigma with Jersey. I think. Yeah, I think, but I think it's also um, Jersey's also brought a Springsteen. Okay. I don't get a care. Pass. I don't care for Springsteen. I neither it's do. It's okay. I. You're from that state. You can say that. I am allowed to. That's well. When I first got here, why does me, it seem like? Why does it seem like the conversation has turned now to like? But what about all the good things Jersey's done? I don't want to talk about Jersey. <laughs> okay, good. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. Because Katie's got to go home. Yeah. So we got to keep going. I would like to point out that Katie has Katie just taken melted. off the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> she has broke a little wind. Put her pajamas on. <laughs> she has put her glasses on, and she has already left the building. <laughs> And for some reason, she has a no-spill cup. Is this where I can say goodnight? <laughs> two can. minutes. Two okay. minutes and we're out. We just... You just make so. it the long haul. You can do it. I have faith in you. Katie said that she wouldn't have put her pajamas on the minute that she got here. You could have. She could have, yeah. Yeah, we could have. Yeah. We I could do a pajama episode one day. Right. No. I have well, cute matching pajamas. Truth or dare in our pajamas. <gasps> yeah. There you go. Like a girly sleepover yes. one. We should do that. Like every, that would like be every, so fun. Oh my God. Can it we was do so a pajama party please. podcast? Wait, I, this is the first time in my life I've had three pleading women with me in the same <laughs> And none of them stereo. are asking to sleep with you. He said earlier we just have to tell him to do it. We're well, having a pajama party. I need to have a pajama party That's podcast. That's fine. We'll make if you popcorn. insist. It's a pajama podcast. <gasps> do, you ins- do you need a new host? Do you need a spunky yes, I like the woman season from New Jersey? We'll get it sponsored. Insult. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get people wait, to wait, sponsor. Did you see it? the pajama podcast? The pajama Do you need podcast. A thick woman from New Jersey to post up for. I just need a woman. I um, I make the popcorn on the stove really well. Jiffy pop? No. 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 no a, you got to do it in the pot. Yeah, do it in not the, pot. the stupid jiffy, not, jiffy pop. Jiffy pop is basically just like microwavable popcorn, but for homeless people. <laughs> 
I don't but know. You do the last the time I did Jiffy Pop, Pop, I was I was snowed in for it. three months, and I had a I all I had was my wood burning fire to keep me warm and some venison that we put hunted did, down. Were you were you part of a South American soccer team? No, How did that happen, upstate Lauren? New York. No, you got to make them on the stove. Yeah, I was the stove is the for best. How do you not know how to make popcorn on the stove? It's like the basics one hundred and one on survival. It's like the only way to make it's popcorn. Only, once you have it, you, you won't can't go make popcorn in the, the microwave. Bag, no, this side no. Up, no. Three what's minutes. wrong with you? No. I did not know that this would strike the nerve. That's the, the fast nerve. food version of popcorn. Right, this yeah. apparently is more That's controversial. That's like cheese whiz. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like eat real We're cheese, We're talking Mark. about sadness in the area. Eat real cheese. Yeah, and sadness in the area is that you don't know how to make stuff popcorn. Yeah, that makes me really, that breaks my heart a little bit. All right, are you okay with doing one pajama podcast where they make real popcorn and we don't eat like homeless people apparently? Sure, if it means I can read the rest of the comments and then we can stop. <laughs> then. And Katie was pretty much anything at this point. Sure. (laughs) All right, let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, Steph says uh, we're also dangerously close to two casinos as well. That surely doesn't help statistics in conjunction with bad credit, smoking, drinking, etc. True. Uh, Just something you could bring up, which, you know, we did. So thank you for that. and Neil done. says, I would not classify drinking and smoking as overindulgent. Really? I don't know what it would be, but when I think overindulgence, as you said, I picture a Ferrari at every uh, corner drugstore. So maybe more like in the terms of caviar and Ferraris and stuff like that. So I, no I w- caviar in your gas tank. That's, that's kind of what you think of uh, when you think of overindulgence. No. So. Mm. Mm, that is good. Mm. So, all right. I, uh, that's overindulgence right there. He's yeah, he's good. right. Drinking too much and smoking too much is not overindulgent. It's addiction. <laughs> and so. I, I think I think the casino thing is a great point too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how how many places well, can you can okay. you drive within right. driving no, wait, distance? Wait, wait. Hit you know. Let's real quick. Before we had casinos, right? Yeah. Who were the people allowed to have casinos? Indians. Exactly. And who's one of the most impoverished people in a, that we've that we've the great one of the greatest human atrocities ever committed was what yeah. people who came from America did to the Native American. Right. Correct. Okay. So they give the impoverished people the casinos. Right. So casinos pop up in impoverished places. Ironic that two casinos popped up here. Oh, that's a good connection. Katie's just trying to wrap where, it up. Where best, where best to make to, to, to make money now. than a place that wants to spend it. Right. Mm. Because they'll they you see the blue hairs putting the quarters in, pulling the thing, and mm-hmm. you know? Sad. Food's good. Yeah. But the atmosphere is just tragic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I per, I'm not a gambler. I have never spent an I've spent an I've spent one nickel in a casino. That was it. You know mm. those ten dollar vouchers that you get the first time that you go there? No. I've been there five times and I'm still working off the same voucher. You still have 50, you have 50 bucks. I, I, you cash out. Oh, bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you make two bucks, you cash. <laughs> Update. Katie Wisnowski has her purse and she has her hand on the doorknob to leave. All right, let's go. So, well, thank you so much uh, for both of you being on here. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you very much for having us. Sure. Absolutely. You made me suffer for school, so I'm making you suffer for this. I thought and it was gonna help very you. enjoyable. It's going to get people. It's going to get people here Saturday. No, I think this is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so and much. You didn't for want to do it. How much time it. did you give us? 
I know. I, I time flew by. I didn't she even said realize. One hour and then <laughs> no, she said fifty five minutes. Oh, minutes. And then yeah. literally like an hour ago, she's like, "We've been here for two hours." <laughs> <laughs> I, I time really went by fast. I wasn't yeah. sure. I told what we're you. I said you're going to get caught up. It does. Yeah, yeah. going to get caught up. I'm very excited for the pajama podcast. It's going to happen. And I'm yes. very excited for the slam this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. All right. Thank you all very Earning much. Earning your keep. Yes. Nobody's doing their goddamn Bailey's job. killing Excellent. it. Excellent. Excellent. But, but the pajama Papa? podcast. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Wait, for the pajama podcast, we should watch a movie and then critique it and then discussion topics and then pajamas and then popcorn. Maybe that's we something should... we could do. All right. That yeah. might be a or, bad idea. And we can have call-in donations for the breaking crowd. Oh my God. And then like for each donation, I take off, I unzip a little bit of my onesie. If anybody's interested in sponsoring <laughs> the pajama podcast, we are looking for- We will change uh, our name. Food <laughs> and entertainment- and also uh, a Blu-ray player, uh, beauty stuff, oh so we can try it out. Yes. So yeah. yes. contact Rich. <laughs> yes. Can we bring all this stuff to my apartment? We could so we try out your products. My yeah. My and, products? Well, we could try out products on you. This will be yeah. a special episode. I don't know when we're going to do it, but uh, so whenever we fun. figure out who's sponsoring it's it, it's got to be in the summer. Katie will sponsor it. It'll be in the summer. Okay. <laughs> like maybe that's Alexander's, fun. and we can put like a face mask on you. Oh my god. Yeah, we can try out local products. We'll do yes. that. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. I'm scared shitless. I'm excited. This is how we break ground. <laughs> and this is how Mark gets a pedicure. I love pedicures. This is how I get to wear my pajamas in public places. Yeah, and we'll parade around town. Just you know, uh, hey, I'm excited. Up? Okay, once again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.